We on. Hey y'all, I'm just so excited to be here. I don't I don't know what else to say at this point. I mean yeah, I see, missed y'all too. See, so you plugged in? We all plugged in? Because I need you to be ready. Shit, we all plugged after in. The end. <laughs> 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 Shit, we can end it there. Cue the intro. Hey, y'all. It's just Chris Starr. Big Mouth Seat. It's your boy, Normal Ass Carl. With Grown Folks Business. Grown Folks Business. Like your mama used to tell you, stay out of grown folks business. I mean, I'm grown. I'm grown too. Shit, we all grown. Welcome, Welcome to, to Grown, grown folks, folks Business. Hit me with the air horns real quick. Oh, wait. You got me? Yeah, I, I <laughs> asked you before. We just said. Hey. Yo, hey. shout out to the third take. This is it's Big not- Mouth Season. <laughs> to my left, I got. <laughs> Normal ass Coral. <laughs> and who's to my right? Just Chris Starr. And <laughs> together we form Grown Folks Business. All right, y'all, we out. This has been another episode. Oh, man. Welcome to episode 2.7 of Grown Folks Business. Star, where can they find us at? As always, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Grown Folks Business. And that's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. Get your merch, www.grownfolksbusiness.bigcartel.com. We got new crew necks. We got new hoodies. Black and gray is the color. We started getting orders in right now. Shout out to our guy that's out here performing for us and making sure that everybody gets their merch. Star, do you know his handle? At VF619 Designs. Shout out to Serge. You know, the trash part is we've done this three times now, so shout out to Carl for not getting it right. <laughs> what Long- did you not get right? Uh, man, we said it, we punched in. It's cool. Oh. It's cool. It's all right. You know, people rock with us no matter what. Yo, so Don hit me up, uh, uh-huh. hit us up today, and she said, yo, she just finished Mojito Star <laughs> at the time when she hit me. And she was like, yo, the ending, I was not prepared for that. <laughs> she was and I can quote pieces of that verbatim, but I'm not subjecting the listeners to that again. I had to go back and listen to that again, but all I can think about is cramping funny. up. Yeah, it was funny. Y'all know that was. It funny. definitely was funny, but it was at, it, it at was the time wrong. we were yeah, <laughs> literally. It was wrong. Um, it was shocking. <laughs> it was provocative, as Mel would say. And I feel like most people have had that experience at one time or another. And I feel like most all. Okay, a lot of people. All right, mojito stuff. I feel like people don't you drink water every day. You, you have a You drink. You, you drink. You, sick, you drink your body weight in water. So you, it's what ninety five pounds. You and Long Island Larry over there. <laughs> <laughs> Long, Island, Long Island Larry. Long, Long Island Larry is crazy. That is nuts. Oh my god. All right, y'all. So we um we have a content packed episode today. Yes, we do. Yes, we so do. I'm a little curious. I I have an in the news in the news segment. I have a lot of guest content. Um, which is a continuation of the conversation that we were having on the last podcast. I think that's what our word on the street is for this week. Um, and then I got questions by C. So I'm going to let y'all dictate what comes first. Let's, uh, I always like questions by C. I first. do like questions by C, but I definitely do want to get to the other content the we content. got. But yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's just put it on the top end. Which one? Uh, we're going to do a uh, word on the street. We still need a drop for word. If on that's the okay, Carl we'll has spoken. No, no I, has, I want to make sure if it's cool with you. Carl has spoken. <laughs> nah, I, now, we we asked a very similar question to several people, and I gave you guys the demographics of the types of people that answered the question. And we also ended the last episode by saying that we was going to make this a runaround topic, so let's make sure that we continue the ingenuity. Continuity? All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, you, know, you win, you win, you win, you win. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> Don't even explain yourself. You're good. Don't explain yourself. Go ahead, press the buttons. <laughs> press so, the... so who do we want to do? Press the button. <laughs> Yeah, just get to somebody. So, right, well, so we're gonna do one of yours then first, Carl. Word on the street. Here we go. Um, I hope these are not conversations that we the, were having. The last two I gave you, oh lord, where I think uh, I'm gonna just based upon the pause, the length. I'm just gonna. 
This is Steve from Fort Myers, Florida. Turned up a little I bit. I think black men do like to date black women. I think there is a misconception. The main thing asking that question is geographic. So wait, hold on. What was the question that you asked Steve? I asked Steve, I said, do you think it's a myth that black men don't like to date black women? Based upon how we finished the last episode. Based upon how we finished the last episode. I said, if you think it's a myth, explain why. If you don't think it's a myth, explain why. So Steve has a very unique background where he's from the South. Mm-hmm. So, so you'll hear that. He said he was from Fort Myers, Fort Myers Florida. Um, and we kind of get a, a, a little taste of what life is like out there, or at least in the South. Can I ask a question? Let's hear it. Do do you guys ever feel like in instances you can see a black dude and say, "Oh, he definitely dates out of his race," or is that just not even see a possibility you for hear, every black yeah, dude? He, what he's getting at is that you hear a black dude and say, "Oh, wait, so you can tell by the way they talk." You don't know who Steve is, do no, you? No, I'm not talking about Steve. I'm just talking about in general. I'm no, not... I'm just saying though. Ba- but you started that based off of what Steve sound like. No, I did not. I All just right. asked the question. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the question. Start based on what Steve sounds like. <laughs> Does he sound like that's a guy? That, that I is don't think fair. that's fair. I feel like women. I do it as a woman. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, she's thin or she's small or whatever, based off of oh, like she thin or small. Yeah, when I go when I go into the drive through order, she fine be, and she pretty. And, and I feel, and I feel, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. I like that one. But I don't. I, but I feel like if you do that, by the time you get to the window, most of the time you're probably wrong. No, I am. I am definitely wrong. I'd be way off. So the answer is no, then. All right. For me, yes. Um, Star, what do you think? What am I answering? Can you can you read on a brother if he dates a certain type of woman? Sometimes you can look and be like, yeah, he probably don't. He probably don't. But a lot of times it's like, oh, you didn't look at me at all. You probably don't. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, you didn't even want to say hi. Like, got it. There's certain cues then that comes yeah, in, in the play. It's not necessarily you. like I can look at a picture and be like, Oh, he dates black girls. He don't date black girls. It's like the whole interaction. Because, you know, like, black people have the unspoken code where you walk by somebody, you see somebody, you you give a head nod, at least, like, an acknowledgement of presence. Mm, mm. And when, like, none of those things happen, it's like, oh, okay. He don't even want to be black. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. You stupid. All right. Let, let, let's, I just. I, that, that Got it. Mind. Where you're at when you're asking that question. If you're in the South and you ask that question, you're going to be looked at like you're crazy. Uh, where I'm from, there's a very high number of black black relationships, black marriages, all black families. Uh, you know, one thing is this is a copycat world. So when you see your favorite celebrity or your favorite basketball star or whatever mm. it is uh, that's dating a white woman um, or a white person, you, you may follow that. You might, well, he gets to do it. He's allowed to do it. Well, maybe I'll do it. And also in 2019, it's more accepted. You're not seeing pushback or anything like that. So uh, people are now doing what they, whatever they want to do. There's not a, a a stipulation in regards to, oh, you need to be with a black woman or you need to be with a black whatever. So, yeah, I think it's a misconception. Shout out to Steve. I feel like he answered that question uh, very honestly and sincerely. Um, Did he and- tell us about him? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was his choice too, right? I was just asking. If Steve's, I Steve's, Steve's wife is white. Mm, interesting. His, and and I know Steve, so... Um, hey, but his baby mama is black. No, well, Steve... Carl, stop. Don't do so that. So his baby mama is black, so then you still have the same... Mm. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Sure. I ain't mad at it. <laughs> he don't have no baby mama, um, but I was just throwing that in there to see if that would like change your tone. I mean, because even still, one is baby mama, one is a wife. Mm. 
Oh. But Cecil being messy, he didn't tell you the whole story. That's not his baby mom's. <laughs> no, 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 no. He don't have a baby mom. I was just throwing that in there to see if it would change her. Opinion. There's a there's a there's a backstory to that. And I okay, think don't do it because yeah. we don't want. Oh no, I don't know what you're yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about. I yeah. was just telling a joke. You have no idea about that. Oh yeah, no, I didn't. I, yeah. don't, I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, Steve ain't got no baby. Don't be don't be doing that. His girl might be listening to this. <laughs> well, no, that's what I said. It was a joke. But hey, you, you got another kid. Like, yeah, you trying to let on? Yeah, you I'm not trying to lead on I'm not trying to lead on nothing. I just don't want Steve to be out there like, oh, you got a baby mom. Oh, Carl, Carl, sometimes you need to just, like, when you try to pick up on cues and it's not happening, just stop. I pick up on all cues. Okay. Do some my confession. <laughs> um, wait, wait. Is it your experience? Have you been to the South? Yeah. Do you feel like men approach you differently in the oh, South? Oh, yeah. I'm bae in the South. Mm. Everybody. Because we got a common friend, uh, Miss Bryn. Uh, she said that, you know, that black men value black women differently in the South. And Yeah, I feel for like- sure. When I was in Houston, I was like... I was a whole snack. <laughs> That's a meal. I feel. I feel like <laughs> it this, was a, enough snack to be a meal. Mm-hmm. I feel like like this With is some leftovers. The conversation that we've been having over the last you know two or three weeks is like a regional conversation more so than anything. Uh, but let's see what else we got. Okay, who's this? I have no idea. That you gave me two, so that was one. I gave me three. So, oh, oh I lord, ha- I don't know what happened to those. This is Mike from San Diego, oh, shit. California. Uh-oh. I do think that some black men don't like to date black women. I think that it is not true for every black man, but um, as right, a black man matter. myself, I actually do not like to date black women. Oh. They are intimidating. Uh, is he light-skinned? Mike is light-skinned. He's half Mexican. Oh, so he's mixed. Okay, so then the, 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 somebody had brought up that point. Um, What's er- his mom? His mom is Hispanic. Okay. His dad is black. So does do we qualify this, the the statement differently with him being mixed? Not with what he's saying afterwards. What do you mean? I don't date black women because they're intimidating. And then you pause it. Oh, okay. Um, I do not think that there is a good chance of compromise in a relationship with a black woman, mm. just based off of my prior experiences with um. I see your face. Black women myself. All right, so me and Carl are going to turn our mics off, star. (laughs) No, like, things like that are extremely frustrating because, like, how are you just going to apply that to an entire race and and gender of species? Like, you're just going to say all black women at that point. So you can say that not it's not true for every black man. But then in the same snippet, you're saying, but I don't date black women because... You you can't compromise? When have you ever? And then what women's were you talking to? Like, that that's that's so outlandish to me. Now, for him, because Cecil's about to get into the whole, like, well, does it matter that his mom, or that he's mixed, his mom is, uh, you said she's Mexican? Yeah, And his, his dad is Mexican. black? And so for him also, it could be like, well, my dad dated a Mexican woman, so I'm going to follow suit on the dad but just because you like somebody else doesn't mean that you have to tear down the other thing that you just don't like interesting and to say that when you hear stuff like that does it offend you absolutely absolutely why would you say it offends you um because in this case when i hear compromise i'm actually thinking like when it comes to so i'll i'll take it a little further away from just like the compromise but like there's a lot of stuff that's like oh black women don't know how to let a man lead we don't let men lead who should not be leaders 
Like, you have to prove yourself as a leader in order for us to be like, you know what? I got you. Like, where are we going? Here we go. Let's go. But I don't know any black woman who doesn't compromise with a man who's compromise worthy, if you will. So he was probably the one who was way more stone faced and like, it's going to be my way or nothing. And now, so does the compromise go both ways? Because that's another thing that we hear. Other races are more passive when it comes to dating. We hear that. I can't confirm or deny, but that's one thing that I hear. I think the plight that we always miss too is that it's hard enough just being a black male or just being black, period. But then when you separate the struggle and you have just being a woman, you know what I mean? And not even just attaching color to it. It's already difficult and increasingly difficult. And then you just put color on these women. You know what I mean? Whether you're Hispanic, whether you're black and the black woman's plight is even, you know, more prevalent in the society that we live in right now in American society. It's like, yo, I think you got to understand, man, like at, at every corner of the uh, of, of this country that we live in, you guys are constantly always having to defend yourself. You have to defend. Like I heard someone say, yo, I'm t- I was watching Trigger Mike. And he was like, the woman was like, yo, I'm you, you tired watching, of being strong. You were watching Killer Mike Trigger Warning. I always say Trigger Mike. I don't know why. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but she was like, yo, I'm tired of being strong. You know, why can't Who I just be, be a strong? woman all the time? That shit is for the birds. Yeah. Like, honestly. Like, and then, you know, we we are. It's true that we are taught to be independent, but we're also taught that way because external circumstance we we don't have a choice right it's a good that's a good that's a good way of looking at it i don't have a choice about strength are you kidding me yeah that's who's paying my bills oh me (laughs) (laughs) oh me oh me is funny got it (laughs) like yeah so when i hear stuff like that it does make me really upset because it's just like first of all it's not true and second of all i'd be interested in what caliber of woman he was dealing with and if she was out of his league at that moment, mm. were you where you were? Were you where you were supposed to be? Or even to under get his that league. type of woman? Or even under his league? I mean, that that's something to even be said. Well, I feel like when people are under your league, they're way more willing to compromise. But that's just me. I yeah, don't, I don't know. Compromise to the fact that they they don't really have. Because it's like, oh no, we got to do what you say we gonna do. Because you don't have that I cultural piece. Yeah, I mean, but to, I look at it too. It's like, yo, underwhelmingly. So it's like, there's a lot of brothers I walk around like, yo, you just don't know our history. Like that's that's the one thing. Like, yo, if you're gonna date outside of your race, that's one thing. Uh, but if you're gonna date outside of your race and not know any information and be that sacrificial lamb for somebody else to like critique you, that's another. You know. And then the, what the person before said I found interesting too was that like we look up to celebrities, um, and it's like, well, if they're doing it, we can do it too. And like even when you go back historically, dating a white woman as a as a black man was a prize at one point in time. It was like, oh, we made it. <laughs> Ninja, we made it. See, she got anything else for us to play? He was shaking his head. No, I, I feel like he had a comment. No, 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 no. I was just realizing that we don't have a cord to go into this device. So if somebody sent me something from an Android, it, we weren't going to be able to use it. Ooh, mm, you got anybody from my iPhone? No, 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 I do. So we've heard from two men, right? We've yes. heard from one gentleman who's a full black male, white wife. We've heard from um, another individual. Y'all got friends who don't? These are the people I called up. I assembled the team like Voltron. No, those were both of Carl's friends. So now we're going to hear from my boy Rodney. Oh, the way you looked at me, Rodney brought to bring the heat. We just going to listen. I haven't heard it yet. Oh, okay. I, I know Rodney's character. Oh, boy. So let's let's listen. Okay. Hey, what's going on? This is Rodney Rozier from Southeast San Diego. I'm currently in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania right now. Hey, shout out to Mitri's Delights. 
Um, get your chocolate-covered strawberries. All right. Candy table. For anybody that missed Valentine's bottles. Day, that's for you. So Valentine's Day is coming up. Check out her Instagram page and put an order in if you're in San Diego. Um, His whole minute finna be up. M-I-T-R-I-S-D-E-L-I-G-H-T-S. Go ahead and check out her Instagram page. I'm going to have to write that down because so, I'm challenged. So listen, this is how I be getting people to participate is I tell them they can shout something out if they want to. And I'm mad that I interrupted the middle of that. So. R-I-S-T-R-I-S-T-R-I-S-T-R-I-S-T-R-I-S-T-R-I-S-T-R-I-S-T-R-I-S-T-R-I-S-T-R-I-S-T-R-I-S-T-R-I-S-T-R-I-
you know, whatever the situation is, I always see a black woman, a black woman step in for their black man, regardless where it's at. We, you can be. Okay, so let's talk about that. I think what, what I was talking about, uh, Killer Mike, is another thing that he was saying. It was like, yo, like if you go date outside your race and they treat you like, you know, desperate housewives, he's like, and you get Tiger Woods, you know what I mean? You out here messing with the nanny and then you go cheat and you go hang out with a girl that looked like the Hooters girl. It was funny when he said that. Well, let me ask you a question. <laughs> but he's though. like, what? So when you've been you you've been in a relationship with a black woman, you've been in relation in interracial relationship. Do you feel like there's an extra level of protectiveness when you've been with somebody of the same race? I won't say protectiveness though. The, the word that I would use is a level of understanding. I've been with someone. When do you need somebody to understand about you? I'll give you a great example. I mean, the 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 time that I could think of, like that sticks out in my mind, that really greatly impacted me, was that I was out with someone who wasn't of my you know same race, you know, and they wanted to proceed to get into an argument with me in public. So you know wait, what I mean? Okay, so that's a big deal. That is a big deal for me. And and, and on that note, that's crazy because I've had that happen too. Where I'm like, you've got to be kidding me right now. Like, you you have the right to be mad about whatever you're mad about, but not in front of other people. And because, not where we're at. Depending yeah. on where you're at, that will really get to you. Like, I was no, like, No, that'll like, really get you, like, in a situation. No, it did. Because to the point where, like, yo, like, I, on, a, on a separate day, like, I went out to my trunk to go get something and the police flashed the light on me. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you're not supposed to be here. Or like, yo, you look like somebody that we had a suspect on the news that was breaking in before. So it's like, you got to deal with all those things when you, and, and all those things you got to take into consideration when you date outside your race. Because more than likely, that person is going to live somewhere where they feel comfortable. You know mm. what I mean? Are you not you're not gonna catch somebody like and hey, it goes both ways. I can't go to your neighborhood and you can't come to mine. Yo, some of the things that you gotta take in consideration is like, yo, a pookie out on the block with the forty in his hand might be cool with, you know, Shaquanda. All right. I'm not gonna say he, that. He said a whole pookie and a Shaquanda on one podcast. I'll just say it. You're canceled. All right. Um Rodney had a lot to say, so I don't I don't wanna uh, stifle y'all with too much content, but I'm just wondering. When it comes, so start. Would you date interracially? Um, it or would not be my you. preference. Wait, hold on, it would not be my preference, but I would. Okay, so that was going to be my other question to you, and I was going to say, like, would you be doing it be- as a circumstance, or would you be doing it because it's something- circumstance for sure. Okay, and then if you were in that situation where you found somebody who you felt like could be your partner that was of a different race, what are the same- some of the things you would worry about? Um, I don't know because I feel like it's um. I feel like it's almost easier um, being the black woman in an interracial relationship. Well, I don't know. Okay. Um, I don't think I would worry too much about anything. Um, I'm sure I would get comments like, oh, you just couldn't find a black man or a black man would be like, there goes another queen. Oh, she she wanted to get out of it. Like she didn't want us. But it's like, no, no, that that's not the case. Y'all never came for it. Like y'all never. Uh, and like homeboy number two, maybe he was intim- like the intimidation piece. I don't, I don't get, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't think I have too many worries about it. Cease, what do you think is one of the hardest things that you face interracially dating somebody? I don't know. It's, if you I, can pinpoint, uh, pinpoint some of the issues that you've you know gone through. Um, you know what, honestly, and I, it's probably gonna sound like BS to a lot of people, but I don't even think that like I've, I've had so many other issues that like race was just like one of one of many in relationships if we're just being honest. Uh-huh. Like I, there's been other things that have been way more significant and important than race, but that's just me. Yeah. I think that's a testament to the type of person that I am too. 
is I feel like I fit in in a lot of different settings. So certain settings where um, I feel like people would be picked out. Like I feel like I can blend in in a lot of situations. So it just cha- changes the dynamic. But that's just me. Okay. Um, so I don't want to just like harp on this for a big chunk of a uh, continuum of, of, of time. So I'll do a few questions by cease. And then since we've heard from all black men up until this point, maybe we should hear from a white woman. Okay. But I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna do a few questions by cease. If that's all right with you. Let's do it. Lighten the mood. All right. All right. Um, so let's see here. We always talk about like distinguishing between brands, right? Mm-hmm. So what about water? Like we talked about supermarkets that you go to or supermarkets that you won't go to. Is there like a water that you feel like is best for you? Are you can you drink out of the tap? Do you use Brita filters? Um, Are you scared of leaving water bottles in your trunk and them getting too warm and then the plastic I'm, melting? I'm humble now. Now I use a pure filter. Okay. Uh, Do you drink water at the gym <laughs> from the fountain? Uh, if I have to, but I try to bring my own. That's so nasty. I hate doing that. I do drink water from the if fountain. If I have to. Gym. But I'm humble. I used to be bottled water only. Now I'm like, ooh. What's what's your brand of choice? Or do you not distinguish? Um, I grew up drinking Arrowhead water, um, which is fine. Uh, sparklets make my teeth feel weird. Um, <laughs> Everybody has a great water story. I've never heard that. <laughs> Fiji is delicious. Okay, so do, do waters taste different? Yes. They do. Describe it. It tastes like different water. I tell you what, price would definitely, like, if I want to just get some cheap water, I'm definitely going based on price. So I will drink the nasty Arrowhead that has like a different I don't think taste Arrowhead is nasty. I had a coach one time tell me as a youth, he was like, yo, Arrowhead leaves this nasty aftertaste. So Probably because it got said real that, minerals. <laughs> Y'all ain't used to the real. That's the real deal. Okay. Um, we off water? Any, any more? Oh, would y'all drink from the faucet? Wait, what, what are you doing? Not without pure or a filter. I drink from the faucet. Because you got to remember, like, well, cease no, when that, what, 92 earthquake happened, mm-hmm. we just wasn't drinking out of a fountain no more in mm. L.A. And that really is what changed things for me. Before then, I don't think we really cared as much. But after the earthquake hit and there were lead in the pipes and stuff, mm-hmm. we just never drank from the faucet again. That's a good point. There yeah. was a shift and I, I can, I mean, maybe that was it. Yeah, it was for, for our family specifically after the earthquake, like bottled water immediately. Mm. And we never went back. What are you drinking, Cease? Um, Perrier. The, I, you know, you guys know I love Perrier. That ain't um, water. I'm Anybody just not with that sweater is definitely drinking Perrier. I'm just <laughs> not drinking out of the faucet. Period. I'm not drinking out of the faucet, and I'm kind of weary about filters. I don't know how I feel about that. You just got to make sure you change them out. Although, like when, I people said, drink, when people drink water in my house, they say it tastes good. So They love you. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what that is. Okay, next question. Um, somebody was telling me this the other day. They met a person, right? Just one? Yes, just one person that day. Okay. Um, and they were interested in that person. That person was showing some interest in them. Hey. And then they, great person, seemed like, uh, you know, the, the type of person they could start a relationship with. That's what they told me. You and, make me wanna. And then they saw <laughs> their social media. And they were very open about their body on social media. M to F or F to M? Like, was it a guy meeting a girl or the girl meeting the guy? Well, this is the trip part. That's why I wasn't using any of the pronouns. Okay. Is because it was a girl that met a guy and felt like he was just too too he much. He loved his belly button. On, on IG. So I'm just wondering, would you guys let that get in the way? I feel like I already know Carl's answer because we kind of talk about this sometimes. I mean, I feel like if it's making him money, I'm okay. Oh, okay. 
Like if he's like a fitness instructor or something and it's like, all right. And then all throughout the page with him promoting himself in a certain Mm -hmm. way, he's getting responses in kind, though. Like, oh, like, oh, I'd work with you hard eyes. Would that make you feel away? I feel like it's also part of the business. Like if you're going to do anything on that level where looks matter, whether it's entertainment, now sports, um, fitness, it just comes with the territory, but don't ever look at me sideways when I'm like, let me see your DMs. So, and, and, if, and if he told you in certain instances... I don't think I would do that, but I'm just saying. And if that person told you in certain instances when they're face-to-face interacting with people, they got to kind of put on to play into that role, would you be okay with that? Um, I think at this point, I would have to be. Like, if I know that that's what I'm dealing with and that's the where the money is coming from, yeah, I'll play into it with you. Carl, could your girl drop based it down on, on the handstand in a 15-second IG video? Nah, but based on the scenario you said is that that girl made the decision right then and there that she wasn't willing and able to deal with those things that was going on. But for me, I personally, uh, I probably wouldn't I probably wouldn't take that person serious. Uh, I don't know. Because then I look at it like, yo, my friends, family, and all that, they all going to be in contact with this person. Or oh, her like, page is it, private. Don't worry. Oh, her page is private. Don't matter. Because if they request, if we go out and nah, meet one pro- time. It was probably public if that's what they do. Yeah. But one thing I do want to mention, though, I would have to think, like, is he trying to make money off of me? Mm. Like, he see me fluffy, and he know he a trainer. <laughs> like, am oh. I one of his? Because people, like, I know hella people who used to sleep with people to get clients. Like, it's trifling, but it was a real thing. That's crazy. I know people and that so, get clients to sleep with them. That's toxic. That's true. Yeah. Um, or that's how they, that's their currency. Yeah, I'll train you for it. Like, it's crazy. But I'd also be like, it's, is he trying to make me a new client or is he really feeling me? Yeah, that is a, like, actually you a valid make me a question. Project. Star said, and I still can't do a pull up. <laughs> <laughs> I can pull it like... up. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Ain't no mojitos, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I was, I, you know, guys, I, I keep saying this for like weeks on weeks on weeks, so I can't say I recently moved. I moved. <laughs> At some point months, in these. the past, he ain't had no housewarming or nothing. I I'm know, not going to. We can't to. bring you no wine. No, or nothing. I'm good. I got wine. I'm good and a rack. <laughs> we straight. He got money. We straight. Um, Bro was looking at glass coffee tables earlier today. Glass. Glass. Listen, listen. I, I seen the I price a, tag. I said it's a different brother. Right I have here. a vision. So <laughs> I was. I I got contacted by my internet service provider. Okay. And they were trying to offer me this this amazing deal. What was it, Cease? On a house phone. <laughs> okay, so I got one. So no, okay, so but this uh, then Are I you start, really? It ain't plugged in. Listen, yeah. and then but I start, <laughs> I start, I start make thinking the bill about cheaper. it. And I was like, there's a couple different reasons why I can see like having a house phone come in handy. Uh-huh. So have do, do you guys believe in house phones? Like is it is there a use for it for you? I feel like in the events of an emergency and everybody's cell phone wires tied up, I'm going to plug that house phone in and be able to call somebody. But I probably won't get nobody because they cell phone wires going to be crossed and I don't know nobody's house phone number no more. Okay, fair enough. Carl. I think if you need to like lower your bill, that would definitely be like a reason like to get a house phone. You know what I mean? Like if you The got, bundles? Yeah, the bundle pack. You know, that's the only reason why. Other than that, like any place that I've ever lived in, you know, before that, I was like, yo, there's no need for me to have a house phone. You know what I mean? I always try to keep my bill cheaper. And they always try to hit you with the bundle pack. But even still, like, not having a house phone saved me $15. Shout out to AT&T. Low-key, I might cancel my house phone. So y'all don't want an extra number? Nah. Like, a, I can think of so many different reasons I've why. Had but then people going to call you. No. 
They won't. Oh, they won't reach you. They won't know. I've had my cell phone number since about eighth grade, so Me too. I, you know I'm I'm cool with it. Oh, I would love to have like an extra girl. Yeah, you one of them guys. But you're you talking like, about you want to give your, you want to be trifling and be like, hey, girl, call me at this number. No, listen. Knowing good and well that she about to, the subscriber you have now dialed. I'm I'm telling you, having a ghost number would be dope. I'm getting a house phone. That's all I want to say. Uh, all right, la- last thing, last thing, and then we'll get back to word on the street. Carl, you brought this up earlier. This wasn't even going to be a topic to earlier. So he comes to my desk at work, uh-huh. and he says, "Do you have a fork?" He already knew the answer to the question. Yes. No, so I, I, I put a fork this. in a napkin, mm-hmm. and I hand it to him as if I was going into a business hey, establishment. He grabs the fork and just throws my <laughs> napkin away. <laughs> I and I was it. so mad. <laughs> I got five and then, fingers. And then he looked at me and he made a comment and I was like, I, I want to be mad, but he's spot on. He was like, oh, you keep all of those, don't you? No, and that's not like, what I said. I said, said, you keep them in the car. I, well, no, because I got them everywhere. So do do you guys not keep like... Napkins um, from Wendy's? Well, no, no, no. There's, there's three things that I feel like fall in this category. There's napkins from everywhere, bags from the supermarket, yeah, and then... Him extra condiments when you say hey let me get some ketchup and then they give you 36 i don't keep the condiments anymore so am i a hoarder because i've been delivered i keep all of those uh you might be why um i keep the plastic bags i legitimately have like a drawer and a half full of grocery bags especially since they start charging so now i feel like it's a commodity um napkins uh i'll keep it sometimes but i just they get on my nerves because they're loose okay carl well, obviously, we're never mind, Carl. Don't answer. I'm answering. Uh, I'm not like a big napkin guy. I always wonder. I always go to the you same deli shop every morning. She put the napkin in there. I'll never get to it. I wipe my. If I'm eating messy, I wipe my face like with my hand or whatever. Like that's just me. Like I don't know why. I'm just not a big napkin guy. Don't let Mama K hear this. Like they give you like a she burrito. Be so nah, but here's the thing: they give you a burrito, and you like they give you a knife too. And it's like, yeah, what do I need a knife for right now for this? Burrito? Hey, you are so bullish when you say this right now. <laughs> but go ahead, we listen. Nah, I'm just saying, man. So like, wait, I don't wait. need all that. So wait, you have stuff. a napkin and then you don't use it? Uh, you just use your hand. If I'm out at a restaurant or something like that, I would definitely use a napkin. But, but if I'm like by myself or whatever, hell no, I'm using all five of my fingers. That's all, nasty. Be, <laughs> all be, five of my yo, fingers. As you eat, look at, my, look at my motion. All five fingers. Uh, five fingers. I'm good. Hey, so wait a minute. Hit I got a question. With, go ahead. Hit her with the brings. Questions by Star. Oh, which one is it? Yep. Oh. It's not that one. Uh-oh, we got to figure it out. Bro, you got a lot of options on there. Yeah, I keep How do you forget? Because <laughs> there's a lot of them on here. There oh, we go. my God. Questions by Star. <laughs> <laughs> that smile always gets me. Why both of y'all got matching bracelets and I ain't got one? Mm, I got one in the uh, Do you know drawer. the answer? Nope. Okay. Well, then you probably need one. I bought one. I bought these What Would Jesus Do braces. He gave it to me. I gave I it to him. I remember having that conversation. Yeah, I was about to say, I thought I'd talk to you about you that. You did. That's I did. why I want to know. I'm fake. <laughs> That's why I want to know. He forgot. I'm he gave me I did forget. You know what but he I'm needs? But I'm going to get some more. Affleck. Nah, I got some more, but I- He but need, I, uh, not Affleck. What's the people? AARP? But I oh. wear mine all the time. They he only trying to get me, too. He only wear his when he got like the colors to match it. I mean, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Jesus every day. Don't laugh. Right. Don't don't do that. I know where the joke is going. Don't do All that. Right. Don't do that. Just let me live my best life. Hey, listen. <laughs> live my best life. I, I had a drop for that, but we're not going to keep it PG. Living my best life. In spirit, not in truth. Hit me with the brings one more time. 
There we go. Yeah, take you way back, back into time. Questions by Carl. I had one question that I wanted to ask you guys, and I thought this was hilarious. Okay. Oh Lord. So if you felt if you had a child, right, and your child is at least four years old, four and up, we could just think about it from there. Right, and you found out that the, the, the other girl did the hair. No, no. Oh. <laughs> if you found out that that child was not your child from birth, and they were switched at birth, oh, I remember that. Would you go? <laughs> would you go and try Surprise, to find motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I'm gonna need you to pause. Yo, the fact that he pushed that like with rapid speed, I'm gonna need you to pause for half a second. I have no trouble finding that one. Yeah. But if you found, would you go look for your child and stop like taking hey, care is, of that hey, child? This is a case. <laughs> what would you do, Star? What would you do, Star? I would still take care of that child until or until I found my child. <laughs> and then what would you do? We swap it. <laughs> <laughs> By that time, though, I'm like, you done already had all this breast milk. <laughs> like you got you you got my DNA. That's real at that point. But I mean, we we would have to just have an extended family. I yeah. would want my I would want my bio, my my biology. Yeah, because you spent that much time with the, with the kid, man. It's like in utero, probably wondering years. why y'all not bonding right. Yeah, because <laughs> you ain't spent no time together. Why see sit in the corner? Right. Yeah, and why you don't ever smile in the pictures? <laughs> oh my god, he just yeah. like his daddy. No, he yeah, ain't. Just, no, he, that's not his dad. Right. That's his daddy not his would dad. smile in the pictures. That's not his dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was almost smushed at birth. Not for real, but um, like. My mom's friend went into labor the same day. Me and this kid have the same birthday. I don't even know who he is. And it was a boy. So I feel like that should not have been that difficult to figure out which one was which. But we looked just alike at birth. Like, my mom was like, we would always have to, like, we kept our babies by us because we were afraid the nurses would take them and not bring back the right child. And, of course, back then, you know, people actually stayed in the hospital when they gave birth. They weren't sent home the same day. Mm. So... They weren't even. I don't. I don't believe that they were the one who were actually changing the diapers at that point, because mm. they were still in the beds, and the baby would go away to get their diaper changed. So, it's possible. Cease. What are you doing? If I find out that my kid isn't my kid, yeah, and and yours is out there somewhere. Uh, well, I I think I've told you guys on numerous occasions that I uh, I plan to foster one day. So those kids aren't going to be my kids. But this is them. different. This is a child that you thought was your biological came from child. your loins. That's still my child. That doesn't change any of those things. That is not your child. No, it is. Ah. Why isn't it my child? Because it's not your child. It's my child. <laughs> it's not your child. All right. So you just gonna leave your flesh and blood somewhere? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna find out the situation and hopefully that child's in a good situation. And then you just leave them there? No, no, no. When those kids get old enough, I'm gonna tell them the truth. But I'm not gonna like bring trauma because of my own personal like because I messed up. Because at that point, I made a mistake. I shouldn't be, you know what I mean? I should leave with my baby. My question is, how you find out? Well, well, these are all hypothetical. How did it happen in the first place? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm trying, to, trying to bully me. How'd you find out? How'd I lose them? Oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> I want to know. I got questions. I got more questions. Yeah, you had to, to ask the hospital. But that's why I said, like, we would just have to become a big, happy family at that point. Because I wouldn't just, like, rip. Here's my child. Take yours. But it's like, okay, we're going to have to be a family now because I've been raising your kid. You've been raising my kid. Like, we going to need to be family. Yeah, that's real. Like, you either going to be auntie mommy or I'm going to be auntie mommy. I, I don't know what to say. I don't know if that's a lifetime movie or a tragedy. Yeah, like, probably, is a, probably both. <laughs> Speaking of that. Anyway, go ahead. 
And now, the, the runaround. runaround. <laughs> Time for the runaround, y'all. The runaround. There you go. There's your energy right there. So what y'all don't know is, is that we just recorded that two times in a row. Started the first time. Nobody needs to know that. I know. I, I just wanted to put it on blast real quick. Yeah, I figured that would be your, your lane. Okay. <laughs> so we're back for another segment of the runaround. And today, well, first and foremost, we've been doing really good with the guests. Because I'm really excited about today's guests. Yeah, sure. we do. we've been doing a really good job. I think so. Um, so, Shout out to them finding us, especially for this guest that we have. Pretty dope. She found us. <laughs> he's, he's, well, you can't say anything yet because we haven't fully introduced yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just keep doing the hand yeah, yeah, movements that you got going. So That's right. When they're watching the video, they'll see you sitting here stifling all the words <laughs> and how amused we are at this. Um, so today we're back for another segment of The Runaround. We have another dynamic guest. And before she introduces herself, um, you have a couple of, piece of paper, pieces of paper in your hand. So what I'm going to ask you to do is read those, uh, whatever's on the pieces of paper. And those are some nicknames that we've created for you. Oh, in shit. So we seg- have a segment. Oh, that's right. I Can probably I do it now? <laughs> <I should laughs> not yet, not yet. <laughs> so, go, ahead, go ahead, sir. <laughs> pretty much this part is called What Your Name Is. And we give you a nickname. And you get to choose which is the best one. There's always one correct one, which is typically mine. Um, and then you get to, to use that alias while we're on the show or however else you would like to be called. Can I make a suggestion? Sure. I feel like you guys should do the same thing for what your name is that you do for the runaround. Pause. What your name is? Yeah, and then he repeats it just in reverse, though. Can we try it? I agree. I... So you go first, and then he'll repeat it. All right, so it's time for what your name is. <laughs> <laughs> never mind, never yeah, mind. I missed that whole Don't conversation. I was like really he playing with my man's mic right now, and I was like, yo. He need directions You twice. know that face where you like you just smile and you look twice. at people like... Yeah, something's happening. Like those memes, like when somebody <laughs> told you three times something, already, you something is get happening it. for sure. Uh. So, so one of the, one of the things that the listeners look forward to is the fact that we always try to like set Carl up for Aww, things on the show, Carl. and he and he totally just misses it. So, as you know, this is what your name is. You have three pieces of paper, so if you can read those off, and after you've read all three, you tell us which one you like the best. All right, Miss Clutter unleashed Ooh, okay average at best <laughs> melissa organizes it all okay Ooh. and then time <laughs> timely tidy and turkish <laughs> timely 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 and turkish know you the three t's okay it's between miss clutter unleashed but you have to like say it like that or timely, tidy, and Turkish. But I feel like try to say that three times fast. Go. Time, yeah, mm-hmm. I had to. I had to like timely, tidy, yep. Turkish. Timely, you tidy, Turkish. Be... Timely, tidy, Turkish. Dang! Did Dang. you write this? I probably did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Miss Clutter Unleashed. Let's go, man! Y'all said I was corny for like six weeks, and I'm that, back, baby. That was not the I'm right one because you have energy won. is all that in. That was six, not the right one. We are back. <laughs> you haven't won in six weeks. She was being nice. Nah, she no, nah, she know the real. Okay. <laughs> Remember that restaurant, Dick's Last Resort? Yes, I do. Yes. That was open and yes. closed down in Gaslamp, but they'd like write on your hat, but it was like semi accurate. So, like, mine was like into whips and chains at some point. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. I was like 17 and you go to that restaurant. You heard it here first. I've never been. You never went? Uh I think you might have had an exclusive experience because they told me Uh I had crabs and I don't. (laughs) (laughs) There was no, maybe it was accurate. No accuracy (laughs) involved. We'll never be able to confirm or deny that. A little so scratch. Saw you itching. A little so, scratch. So we gave way in one of the names, but can you tell us who you actually are and um, 
and what you, what you're doing here today like what 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 is your presence on social media what are some of the things that you're involved in yeah so my name is melissa chelikel i run let's get you organized the name of my llc is make shit happen llc okay sht stands for spiritual home transformations nice i help people downsize declutter get minimized get organized and live productive efficient lives so so as somebody that runs a business how do you make the decision that that's the business that you want to run uh, I decided to monetize my natural gifts and talents. So it was something I was already good at, didn't have to go to school for it. I already went to school, already did the corporate rat race thing, hated it, burnt out of it, wanted to do something that was more in line with um, the aspect of freedom in mm -hmm. my life and left that world and started my own thing. And I was just kind of naturally good at it. Now, I see Carl itching, but I got a really good question for you right now. I got one, too. Go ahead. Have you met? So you, you declutter and do all that stuff, right? Have you met a real life hoarder? Yes. Oh, explain that experience yeah, to me. What did yeah, it I, look like? Walk I, us I love the show Hoarders, so like that really like that gets me like really riled up. I watch that shit every Saturday. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I really, no, I really do. I watch that shit every Saturday. Every, Does it make you want to clean? Like, no, do you get because the itch? okay, so like to even take it deeper Girl, than what did it you is, ask her a question. I did, but she asked me a question <laughs> back. Did you not? Sure. Don't listen to him. I'm Don't worry about him. He's itching for a haircut right now. He's a different guy when he gets a haircut. Yeah. Um, the reason why I watch that though is because they condemn some of those people's houses they they have family that's they you know send them to present they send them to mental sometimes. institutions and yeah. stuff like that and then even watching those people go through the process like I, I feel like as a human race we have a problem with letting some things go you know yeah. what i mean so that's the as as somebody in your profession it's like i know you've had to run into that and i want to hear that story about that so my dad is uh -oh. a hoarder. did he just repeat the same question oh. um yeah. Don't hate. I did. Don't, don't worry. Let him <laughs> go. Don't even stop. He brought, it, keep going. He brought it back around. Yeah, he brought it okay. back around. But um, yeah, my dad would be the very first hoarder I've ever met. The very first hoarding home I've ever experienced was actually my own childhood home. Mm -hmm. um, so growing oh, yeah. up in a house where you had a path to go through the garage, you had a path to go through the home office, there was just... Any newspaper that ever came into the house never left. You know, the mailers you get from like Ralph's, Vaughn's, whatever. Yeah. Uh, margarine tins, yogurt containers, cottage cheese containers, like all that stuff just stayed in wow. our house. Was there a reason that he would say, like, if you were trying to clean something up, was there a reason why he would say, oh, we got to keep this? It stems from scarcity mindset, basically. So, like, someday I might need that. What if I might need that? You're mm. living in the future. So, anxiety definition, you know, layman's term of anxiety is if you are living in the future, you're going to be worried about the future, not living in the present if you're living in the past you're usually depressed past depression future anxiety present mm -hmm. happy when did when right. would you say that was first onset for him then um so he grew up in turkey i'm turkish dual citizenship in turkey he uh grew up really poor and had, didn't have a lot of stuff and so then when he kind of came up in the world he literally was dirt poor they had dirt floors in their home wow. my grandma was born in a yurt like in a nomadic tent um and you know basically poor as shit and he got out of it got his phd and immigrated to america got you and so he hustled to get here became a millionaire which he is now but you'd never know it looking at his house right that's crazy interesting and yeah. that, that 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 also lets me know like for our biases because like for a kid growing up for me like wanting to aspire to be an, a millionaire and even now it's like oh well people with a lot of money don't have those issues you know what i mean that's a bias you know what I mean? So, like, to hear you say that, that, you know, corrects people, you know, such as myself not to make those type of biases. Yeah, and well, and like I that. grew up in Rancho Bernardo. I grew up in a gated community on a freaking golf course. But mm -hmm. behind the gates, so to speak, you know, the issues are still there. Right, right. It doesn't matter right. what income level you're mm -hmm. at. Got you. Yeah. Got you. 
Cease, you had a question for her. It's my turn now? It's your turn. Go ahead. <laughs> Live your best life, mustache. <laughs> 2019. Yeah, he's getting good. He's no, getting I'm getting good. good. Don't worry. So, so we talk about us starting this venture of having a podcast, right? Yeah. And how we had expectations for how people would receive us, but more importantly, how the people that were already in our close circles would receive us and more or less support us. So have you seen as a business owner that it's hard to get some of the people that are closest to you to support you in that? Yes. So as you up level throughout your life, whether that's leaving your corporate job, whether that's launching a business venture, whether that's launching a podcast, going off the grid a little bit, you know, doing your own thing, showing your true authentic self, mm -hmm. maybe not worried about the validation and the external, you know, appreciation, things that our ego seeks when you cut all that shit you basically hit a next level of up level where you're gonna inevitably leave people behind. Mm -hmm. So I have lost, since starting my business, I've lost many a friend or acquaintance or you know somebody that I associated with prior to having my company. And I choose to associate myself with the people that are going to up level me even further. So not, self, not necessarily self-serving mm -hmm. in that way, but you know, you are who you associate with, right? So if I don't want to hang out with sheep anymore, I'm not going to hang out with sheep anymore. I'm going to be, mm, hanging, that's out, deep. I'm gonna be <laughs> hanging out with lions now. Yeah. You know? That's deep. Okay. Um, I'm also wondering, you mentioned before that you've been on previous podcasts, right? Or mm -hmm. you've been on podcasts before. She said 15 plus. That was the number that she what, said. What, 15, is it really 15 plus? plus? It's 15 plus. Okay. And yeah. then I, I heard you mention <laughs> that the style of a lot of podcasts is like an interview style where they ask you questions about yourself and you kind of just like relay these it's answers. It's like an interview, like a job interview almost. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we want to incorporate you into today's episode in the most organic way. So we have a segment that we do outside of the runaround called Word on the Street. Okay. So I'm going to ask you. Our word on the show. And I think we all asked the question differently, but the gist of the mm -hmm. question was the same. So I'm going to ask you the question so that this could be like a, a fluid flow of content during this episode. Are you okay with that? Yeah. I know what question he's going to ask. So with that being said, I want both of you guys of being female population to speak freely. And no one's judging anyone or anything like that. Okay. Is that cool with you? I know. I know. Sometimes I get a little wild. You're but prefacing it, it, it a little it, weird, but just cut to the chase. Just ask. There you go. Cut in, to in the this chase. Moment. We're gonna ask our guests the question just in the interest of time. Got you. Okay. Um, so the question that we were asking people was in regards to interracial dating. So I'll ask you two questions. Have you dated interracially? Yes. And when you hear the term interracial, what does that mean to you? So I'm Turkish. We had this conversation a little bit before we started about what box do I check on what? the Scantron? Wait, wait, why, <laughs> why, why, why are you snitching? Why are you talking about our previous conversation? <laughs> like, oh, like I didn't speak to you before I, I got here listen. at all. Just oh, no, no, don't speak. You got to turn the mic on. Well, no, that's what we tell people. So now <laughs> that's not how it is. Now sorry. we got to figure out a new. She line. said sorry. <laughs> now you're good. Don't, don't worry. worry. Okay, it's fine. Um, Can you hear? Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Yeah. So. I mean, like, I guess to me, like any, dating anybody outside of being Middle Eastern or being white, you know, white is what I check on the Scantron because there's nothing that says Middle Eastern. So uh, anything outside of white, you know, I've dated a Mexican guy, I've dated a black guy, I've dated an Asian guy, I've dated, you know, those are races in my opinion. So, yeah, I've dated interracially. So as you're sitting here, um, would you consider yourself to currently be on a black podcast? I guess. 
I mean, you gotta look around. Wait, 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 wait. Like, yo, his hair is natural. So, so when you Her say, hair is natural. so when you say, I Carl guess, got a beard. So when you say, I guess, that means that the an- answer could potentially be yes. Correct. And th- this is leading up to something, right? Correct. So we, a lot of our content is focused around the black community, just because inherently we're going to be talking about our experiences. Yeah. One of the topics that came up on a previous episode was black men and their preferences. Okay. So do you, just to weigh in, do you have any observations in regards to black men as they date interracially? And then maybe um, giving some insight to any experiences that you've had. have Have you ever dated interracially and then been looked at to be exotic? Okay, or, so you're you're asking me what what is the opinion of the person that I'm dating on dating me because they're also dating me interracially. Well, I'll tell I'll tell you what the person said to me that sparked this whole conversation yeah, is they were like, why why do black men prefer not to date black women? And I was always you know I gave my perspective on that as a black man, but I'm always interested to hear the side of the woman that's being interracially dated by a black man. Like, what have some of your experiences been? Like, have you seen that you've gotten animosity from black women when you're with the black guy? So, like, put it this way. So, I love Turkish food. I miss my family. My whole family lives in Turkey. I don't cook. I hate cooking. So, I choose to eat out if I choose to eat Turkish food. Sure. So, I've taken a black man to a Turkish restaurant and been treated differently than had I gone there by myself or with white people. So, in Turkey, like... I was telling Carl, like, there's, like, a black person in Turkey. <laughs> like, there's, like, yeah, and he's in the military. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, randomly showed up there and, like, never right. left on vacation or something. 90-day fiancé. 90-day fiancé. It's a gorgeous country. I highly recommend visiting. No, that's what Steve said. <laughs> the one. But, yeah, I mean, do I get looked at differently, like, when I'm dating a black guy versus if I'm dating a white guy? Is that kind of the, the gist? Sure. Yeah. Um... I guess. I don't know. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> like, I don't really, like, I don't... Living my best life. My degrees in sociology, like, I love people. Tell. I love observing people. Like, I was over at Starbucks before here just, like, watching people. You know, I'm not one of those people that's on the gram or whatever. Like, I actually look at the world around me and look right. at people because it's fascinating. Yeah. And so if there are people that are looking at me odd or looking at me like I'm exotic, I mean, yeah, I, I am exotic. I, mean, <laughs> I think I'm pretty pretty, but... <laughs> yeah, I am. there you go. So in the few moments that you've been sitting here, just as an individual that identifies as Turkish, I've learned some few, a few things about you and then just the culture that has created you, right? Right. So I'm quite sure that from dating black men on occasion that you've learned some things about black culture. Could you tell us one of those things? If you have learned about it, he's making an assumption. You don't think she learned anything? I don't know. Nothing? I'm just saying she's think she's thinking pretty deep right now, still as we're going. So, well, no, I think this because I think this is a loaded question. So you it have is to like, a loaded yeah, question. like you have to think <laughs> yeah, about it. It yeah. is a loaded like, question. And, and, a lot, and a lot of things people teach you, you don't want to tell other people. Like, oh, well, he taught you that, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so the only the thing that's popping up in my brain right now to speak on is I lived in Little Rock, Arkansas for two and a half years. Oh, you was um, in the heart you, of it. Yeah, you talking black, black. So, okay, wait, wait, wait. So, How did you get to Little Rock? I'm sitting here thinking I need answers. I need answers. How did you end I'm up so in Little Rock? I'm so glad you've been EQ'd on that because I was sitting here like, 
Well, she's in Little Rock, but how the hell did she get there? That don't make no damn sense. Did the plane accidentally <laughs> land there? And y'all just chill? She was like, yo, look at the like, landscape. But where would months. you even be going for a plane to accidentally land? <laughs> That's Maine? definitely not a transfer. She was on her way there to are no layovers in Little Rock. <laughs> she was going to Maine and stuff. There are like oh, three man. planes. There are no layovers in Little Rock. There are like three planes that go to Little Rock. Period. Like a day. Each day. year. Each year. <laughs> <laughs> to this day. To this day. <laughs> to this day. Do you know where that came from? Don't worry about it. It came from there. It's okay. Let's just laugh along with were, us. It's cool. It's you cool. Were, you learned that today. Uh, oh, you were saying you were in Little Rock, uh, Arkansas, and... Yeah, I was... I was uh, Wait, why? You want to know how I got there. Yeah. Okay, so... Yes, so my dad, uh, like I said, grew up shit poor, you know, immigrated to England, actually met my mom. They fell in love, moved to Turkey, had my brother, moved to L.A., had me. My dad got a research grant. That grant ended, and he ended up getting relocated on the same grant to Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay. Um, so he does cancer research. He does protein Got crystallography. It. He ended up there. I, at the time, was in a state of being this close to being homeless. Um, I was doing things that were out of alignment with my integrity to make money, and I chose to leave San Diego because of the cost of living, and I Fair. was 23, living paycheck to paycheck. Almost, I had been evicted from an apartment. I was basically about to be in a tent on the street. Gotcha. Called my dad, and I said, Dad, I need help. And I hadn't really had a relationship with my father since I was nine. And so I was like, shit. <laughs> you know, rock bottom, right? Little, yeah. Literally, little rock bottom. At least bottom. you know you tap into your resources. <laughs> But yeah, so I went out I there. I just got the joke she yeah. made. I was, I was like, I, was like I, just, I just got the joke she made. This one we can talk about, Carl. Go I, ahead, go ahead. I was like, he's disrespectful for not laughing at that. Right, right, right. They just didn't get it. I caught it. So, yeah, so uh, Little Rock was fun. I mean, I don't know. It was it was a learning experience because you grow up in a bubble if you're in San Diego. Mm-hmm. You really do. Or even in a major city, period. I'll, I'll, I'll even, like, Los Angeles, San Francisco, like, it's totally just different. just California yeah. in general. I mean, we're a blue state. We're pretty liberal. We're pretty, you know. Which even adds even more to, like, the conversation <laughs> that we're having right now. So, But it's all right. Go ahead. But anyway, yeah, so moved to, moved to Little Rock and got into – some other things that were out of alignment <laughs> with my integrity. There you go. Because that doesn't just go away wherever you go, there you are, right? right so right. it doesn't just, oh, all of a sudden I'm in another street. Yeah. I'm not this person anymore. Um, and I, you know, I would go to the clubs and stuff like that. And I was always like the only white person, Middle Eastern person, whatever, lighter, yeah. lighter skinned person there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I have a stance on like what I've learned from black culture, like of dating people. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know. I think the one thing that I would challenge you on since we've been on this kind of like hiatus of talking about interracial dating is that if for for your example that you're giving for like what? I'm not telling We're on a hiatus. He didn't like that word hiatus. Uh, was hiatus a word? He's a word guy. He's a word guy. Don't worry. What do you mean? What's the word? Well, no, so what, no, don't ask him to explain. Just I'm going to explain. I'm going to explain. While we're on this hiatus, because this is two episodes in a row that we've had this conversation, is that I think it would be dope is that if you're in a relationship with someone that they learn about your culture and then you learn about theirs. You know what I mean? I think that that's the way as a people that we can get to a higher level of understanding and not even just like that man. You know what I mean? Even knowing like for me, I can look at you and say like, okay, well, this girl's Turkish, but I want to know what the plight is or what what what's going on with Turkish women in general and what's going on with them. Saying 
I'm done with you. <laughs> what? I, I am so done with you. Don't do the hand. Don't be. You put your hand on your lap. There you go. It's Leave ironic it for Cease to yeah. be doing a hand. Yeah, because he don't like when Make I get deep. Anybody. He don't want to get deep no, without you're, you're, Cease. You're doing, a great, you're doing a great job. I know I'm doing a great job. I don't need your confirmation <laughs> for that. But I'm just saying it would be dope to like really like have that experience. Like If people are going to date interracially, there's certain things that come with it. You know what I mean? Like growing up as a youth, it was kind of kind of like frowned upon for us to bring someone that didn't look like me home for like Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? And it could be the same for outside races. Like, I feel like we should just grow to a level of understanding based off of all that. Yeah. The- but I think it's like forming any other relationship with anybody. I mean, like if I, it's, it takes time to get to know the person that you're dating. Right. It takes time to meet their mom, to meet their grandma, to meet their aunties, to meet their, you know, whoever. It takes time. I'm not just be like, "Hey, I want to learn about your culture. <laughs> let me let me come over." I've known Did you, you at least month. get some authentic food out of it? In, in Little Rock, yes. Okay, for sure. All right, for sure. Yeah, Little Rock. They they put the fat back in the green. I learned what grits. All were. the grandmas. <laughs> I, learned what, I learned what grits were when I moved to Little Rock. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, uh, so you're getting it. There you go. You got some culture there, right? There's there. your answer. I'm sorry. That took <laughs> you know, it's okay. No, it took some. Pr- it took some prying to get to it. It's all it's right. All good. So so since we have a guest here and uh and she's getting real real deep and you're doing an excellent job at this right now. Um we we do have a little bit of a time crunch. So I want to know what's cuz I, I have one more thing to bring up. Um we actually, you know, the runaround topic and then trivia. Mm-hmm. Let's do trivia oh, first. I, so I thought you Wait, didn't you have one more thing? But we bring our, it up. Our guest has to go in a little bit. Just bring oh. it up. It's cool. We good. Okay, so I, I wanted to bring something up that I thought was significant in this moment or before we started recording. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna ask you because I feel like you'll be able to give a little bit of insight to this. But then, as a woman in the Me Too movement, how did you feel about coming over here after only communicating with Carl? Well, because <laughs> really, he well, invited, be honest. It's cool. It's he, he, he invited you to a podcast but you didn't know that until we started recording so i carry a 22 um and that was something hold on let me pause you right there though (laughs) well you know what wait wait wait. we're not the police we're not the police so we don't ask the questions yeah it's cool it's uh yeah it's it's like it's license go. continue going so, she's looking at the neighborhood was like it's cool <laughs> so, so so what you're saying is that you feel like you're prepared for, I'm prepared for if most I ever, situations if i ever had to be i think so but i'm also of the mind of i've had many a near-death experience in my life to the point where i have surrendered to whatever the universe has in store for me mm. so if I was in a situation, I mean, I'm five feet tall and I weigh 130 pounds soaking wet. So, I mean, if Carl or you or even you, shit. Were- <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry shit about me. Me, weak. We, me too. <laughs> shit has me weak. We too. We good. <laughs> we I'd, be, good. I'd be on the ground real quick, 22 or not, right? <laughs> like, let's be real. But, Damn. but that being said, no, I, I love people again with like being fascinated by people, getting vibes from people. I was a recruiter in human resources for 12 years before I launched this company. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can read people pretty well. I mean, shit, mm-hmm. I learned your uh, Myers-Briggs yeah. with knowing you for five minutes. It's true. Like It's true, y'all. <laughs> yeah. So, and I can't even remember what it is, but she knew. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like you... you I have been so aligned with who my clients are. If I get a red flag on a phone call, I don't do in-home consultations. I don't know that they're a hoarder until I get there, but I can damn well tell over the phone. Right. So, like, you sent me a video chat, which I appreciated on Instagram, right? So mm-hmm. I get to see you, know who the, the voice behind the texts are, you know? Right. 
and so on and so forth. But if it came down to it, yeah, I have pepper spray. I have a 22. Like, I throw a mean right hook. Like, you know. Like, <laughs> okay, and, so yeah. I'm going to challenge that then. Mm-hmm. But then that means that you're not the average woman. That's I don't what, think so. So so, so would you, would you suggest, like, what would you suggest to the average woman in a situation like that? Of getting like if invited you had a, if you to... had a little sister and she did exactly what you you do and we were inviting her on the podcast. Get on with your bad self. Go hang out with people, meet people, learn about people. Okay. Live your life. And that's the th- it's an interesting thing that you said that and it's an interesting thing that you even asked that because Instagram <clears throat> is like a whole world. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can meet anyone. I mean, she told us before you came in here with that she, you know, found us off of the hashtag San Diego podcast. Ah, and she's been following us for a month. You know what I mean? So you never know who you're going to run into. Yeah. I think the dope thing is, is that you've been following us for a month and you've seen the kind of content that we put out that you can sit up here and make an assumption like these are good people. You know what I mean? And these are the type of conversations and the people that they associate with. You know what I mean? So I, I, I think it's dope. Don't worry about it. I didn't do it. No, Not that time. That's probably me. So, I mean, yeah, that's pretty dope. I mean, like, I'll say one thing. So I had my days of having a a different Instagram that was a very different Instagram that was monetized in a very different way than mm-hmm. my current company. Got you. And you'd have all kinds of DMs coming through there. Mm-hmm. And that was a different story because I did get into a couple situations where it was like, oh, I'm a photographer. Right. And I'd like mm-hmm. to uh, give you free photos. <laughs> that never, free photos that never showed up yeah. on all of that camera. <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah, but in all of those situations, I also, you know, knew how to protect myself if it got to that situation. Right? Gotcha. So, yeah, I mean, you, there's there's different avenues of like different levels of being on alert. Gotcha. I feel like in this case, no alert. Gotcha. In that case, high alert. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. That that's real. Did it help that you know that there was another woman in the room? Yes. Okay. That helps. That's a great question. Yes. Mom's got on me for yes. nothing and, to lose. You know I what I mean? You. Well, no, even when, even when we were in the group text trying to figure out like what time everybody was going to arrive, I was sitting outside for a long time because I was Aww. like, oh, I don't I don't want to be another male presence no. that then in like the creates of- yeah, this Aww. like uncomfortable situation. So I was just wondering about that because I was like, oh, I definitely need to ask that because when I walked in, your energy was super like, oh, we're good. Yeah. As if we had all met each other, but that wasn't yeah. the case. I think it was pretty welcoming when you came in, too, and stuff like that. It yeah. wasn't just, like, myself or nothing like that. I mean, it's the, the beard. Yeah, that and Miles was here cleaning. <laughs> so I was like, yo, that helps out. And the out. dog. The yeah, dog. the dog, too. Satchel. Yo, you were regular people. Shout out to Satchel. So good thing, hey, good thing Satchel wasn't on a hiatus. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> Satchel ain't had a hiatus in about four or five years. <laughs> that that would have been an issue. Okay. Anyway, so we played this game called Gotti. Okay. All right. right. And, uh, and we'll... And got him is our trivia segment. Okay. So we play the first to two. Okay. Scared. While you're reading the question, if one of us screams got him, you have to stop reading the question and that person has to answer that. Okay. okay? And then if they get it wrong, you can finish reading the question and then the other two that are left get a chance to answer. So it's like the idiots on prices, right? When like before Pat Sajak's even like done answer saying the Pat question. Pat Sajax, I have not heard that name in a long ass time. <laughs> Why, is that his name? Why'd you say it as a plural? Wait, what name? Wait, Sajak. What? You're Sajak. Pat Sajak. I said Ajax, I'm like the cleaning solution. Ajax. And when he said it, he sounded black and churchy because they always like call somebody a plural. <laughs> Pat Sajax. <laughs> Wait, what game is this? Hey, for me, Price two X, right. two X's. You know, or not prices right? Shit, Wheel of Fortune, Wheel of Fortune. The one that Pat Sajax is on. 
Oh, Jeopardy. Huh? No, Jeopardy. That's, no. Alex that's Alex Trebek. Nana White was a trainee. Hey, we. Hey, listen. You Nana had to. White. You had to miss school I'm a few days, and you had to miss school a few days in a row to know what you we did. talk about. Oh, maybe. Don't worry, because yeah, it comes attendance. out during daytime. We're not going to school for all of second grade. Exactly. There you perfect go. Perfect We're gonna have a whole episode of just you talking about you one day. Okay, so you have questions. I do. So, so do you remember the rules? It do seems, don't be looking over at her notebook. Well, I don't okay. have to say got him. No, someone no, else, we someone say else got him. says got him. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, I just you... answer the question, or I ask the question. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. All right, so these are like kind of weird, dumb questions because organizing, professional organizing and clutter coaching is an odd little industry I have here. Oh, boy. Um, okay, ready? All right. What does NLP stand for? I know people, people who are trained team. in it. I can't think of what it stands for. I literally know people who are trained and certified in NLP. I'm going to go with neuro leadership process. Okay. Are we, wait, do we? No, you can say I'm wrong and then they can try or not. So you're wrong. All right. Got them national. No. No, it is national. National? No, it's not. You're wrong. All right, I'm wrong. I know that's not that. I can't think of what it is, I but I know it's not it. Okay, it's neuro-linguistic programming. Linguistic mm. programming. I knew neuro was in there. I know people who are literally trained in so this. It, yeah, it's all about like neuroplasticity, training the myelin in your brain to like get rid of limiting beliefs, move yes. past trauma, blah, blah, blah. Well, sometimes we like to get them wrong just so people can get more information. <laughs> yeah, that's the way we're going to put it. Yeah. All right, next. Um... How many people in America actually park cars in their garage, like percentage-wise? So one That is a really good question, and so I won't even be mad if none of us win today. <laughs> Got him. I'm going to say 20 million. And get us if we're percentage. in the box. Percent. Like percentage? percent of America. 40%. Okay. Okay, and if we're close within five, just say, yeah, they got it. Wrong. I, all right. Shit. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Um, I'll say 25. You're right. Boom! Get on my level. That was 100% right. I'm going to need you to turn like, that energy down just a little bit. Nope, nope. And then I'm thinking because most people probably can't fit nothing in their garage. That's yeah. a good all point. Packed out with it's stuff. one in four Americans that actually use their garage for the purpose it's intended for, which yep. is oh, to put gotcha. a car in there. That's actually a good point. Because like, it kind of becomes sense. like a storage yeah, unit, sense. right? You put all your old shit in there. Most yeah. of the people yeah. I know don't have garages, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Someday. Dreams. Yep. Um... <laughs> Anyway, uh, why? Okay, this is like a uh, open to interpretation, but I will see fit. Uh, why are baby boomers typically pack rats? Baby boomer generation. Why are they typically pack rats? <sighs> Slash savers, hoarders, whatever you want to call it. The specific reason that's tough. Got them. I'm going to say it's because a lot of their parents were in the military. And off to war and things were just kind of like it was difficult uh, and they had to really hold on to things because they didn't know like where the money was coming from. If, if Papa was coming home from the war, that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm going to say that's right. Uh, <laughs> it, it does have to do with the Great Depression. So... Yo, that's the quickest got him ever. <laughs> Look at him. We're done. <laughs> There's a new sheriff in town. Yo, that was fire. Have a future. And you know what? For shits and giggles, <laughs> just read the other two real quick then. <laughs> Star, you won. You get the dub. You're right. <laughs> oh, she, oh, okay. Uh, uh, let me find the best one. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, here's one. It's kind of pop culture-y. What's the name of the little Japanese woman on the Got him. Marie Kondo. 
All right, we done. We done. We're, we're done. <laughs> Listen, we're I done. I didn't give one answer the whole game. Yeah, yeah, you could even think for it. You didn't even need to be here. You're a trivia master, okay? I didn't even need to be here. I'm expanding your brain. Just Damn. Be no, no, no. I'm, I'm, thank, I'm thankful. It's right up your alley today, I'm man. Right. That's crazy. And the information that you're able to give to the grown folks, I'm thankful for the way that you're able to empower Star to feel like she's a winner Don't today. Don't do it. Feel like she is a winner today. Thank you. Go ahead. Give her her Thank all you. her kudos, Thank man. You. Yeah, do you. that. You're doing you want to ask the last things. question just for kicks and giggles? Let's do the last yeah. one. Just um, see if I got a clean sleep. Well, this one's just funny. Okay, who can do this? <laughs> who can do this the fastest? Ready, go. Name five stores that carry pantry organization items. Target, Walmart, Kohl's, TJ Maxx, Home Goods. There you go. Ikea. Done. Um, you got one. Dang, you lived. You've been, <laughs> you been all them stores. No, You've been I, all I, them stores. He didn't even say Bed Bath & Beyond. He didn't even say Bed Bath & Beyond. The way he said it was like he's going to all Ikea. those places mm-hmm. next, like tomorrow. Like, hey, I got to go to Target. Yeah, Ikea is another one of those places too. So here on the runaround, this is our whole gist of the runaround. It's a halftime segment in between our episode. We have one topic that we pick uh to to discuss, and then also we get one minute to discuss that topic. Nobody interjects. Cease, I believe, is going to be the gentleman that's going to give us the topic today. Yeah. Um, and you get to choose the order that we go in. So okay. either, yeah, there you go. It's like Toastmasters. Damn near. You have a comparison for everything. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Alan no. Trebex. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so mad you kept that plural. I'm so mad you kept that plural. He did say Trebex. He did. so bad. He keeping that same oh. energy. Alex Trebex. <laughs> so, kind of a better name, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like a big old X. <laughs> That's so, Trebex. Triple X. Cur- <laughs> That's a different kind of Alex. Yeah. I don't know. What you kind in of- Jeopardy, baby. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> we have found the title. That's she this is out. clutter, baby. Ooh, <laughs> clutter, you baby. Yo, that remind me of Trigger Mike. I watched that. Remember the Trigger Mike? No. This is how you fix the door now. No yo, okay. We're not gonna move on from your Jeopardy like that was the best thing. Yo. Okay, listen, listen. Here at Grown Folks Business, we are not held responsible for anything you may hear in the speakers. Okay, listen, hold on. <laughs> so we're we're all. Um, a group of talented people within this room, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we kind of asked this similar question about superpowers, but I was thinking about this earlier and I was like, I just want to tell the people so I already know what my answer is going to be. Oh, God. Like, so if you had a talent, like, what, you have a lot of talents. What's a talent that you wish that you had? And then how would you use it? Whew. Okay, now I remember, to the order. you get to pick the order. Um... Do you? Go ahead, start. Oh well, oh. there we go. Everybody always so go. Listen, hold on, and look, and I'm gonna I'm gonna add an extra one on. In order to get that talent, you started start from the beginning. Though, her right que- her question it was what what was the question again? So then go tell it from the yeah. top. So we 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 did the superpower one. So I wanted to do talent. So what's the talent that you don't have that you wish that you had? And in order to get that talent, you have to get rid of one that you already have. Which one would you get quick, rid of? Quick clarification question: When you Say talent. You it's mean like to, it's personality it, trait, skill? It's up to your interpretation. Right. Okay. It's the runaround. Okay. And one that you had to give up, and you have to give up one too. Okay. Star, you can't sing. I'm gonna just tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta give up singing. Yo, fight him when we're done. Fight him. Um, Go for the legs. Wait, is, is Star going first? Star is I'm going, going first. first. Okay. Um. Okay. If there was one talent I wish that I had. It would be to do a much better job of stretching money. 
mm. um, and generating money, um, mm. which is something that can be learned. So it's not that far fetched. But um, yeah, that would definitely be a, a talent that I wish to have. One that I would get rid of. Mm, that's hard. Um, Think of your strengths. Positivity, futuristic learner. <laughs> oh my god, strength finder! Oh yeah. Oh, I like you. You know that that you're the first guest in a <laughs> year that knew what, what that was. What would I get rid of? Command uh, competition. <laughs> oh, Man, there we go. She knows. She um, definitely does. I don't know. I I don't know what I would get rid of. You're being selfish. Of. I'm having a. I don't know. You could find a loophole. You could get rid of your lack of singing talent. Yeah. yeah, there well, you yeah well, listen, listen. If you can't pick one, you can't sing no more. I've already decided. I can't sing no more. <laughs> Baby. She made it all the way through. All right. Here we go. I'm done. All right. Here we go. If there was one talent that I wish that I could have, well, I guess we'll keep it in the theme of money. I wish I could read the stock market. Um, because oh, that, okay. that is a great talent because at that point if I can read the stock market I can go ahead generate trends and know when to be aggressive when not to be aggressive and then go from Acorns. there there we go and I gave you that idea in terms of the strengths finder because I was thinking about what's one thing I can get rid of so I'm thinking about my strengths in particular I think one of my strengths is achiever now when I did the strengths finder 2.0 we talked about that previously with Mr. Lyrical Guru uh, is achiever and if I can get rid of that then I think I can get rid of all the pride that I have that it comes to achieving mm. tasks and stuff like that because at that point if I can read the stock market and not really care about you know pride and stuff like that I could just throw that out the window and be a humble guy that's rich but what good is it Go ahead, to read ask the it. stock market if you can't even achieve greatness from that. No, that's cool. I think when we're looking at Achiever, I'm looking at Achiever in terms mm-hmm. of like, I'm looking at it how I perceive things. Like, oh, I got to win out of us four. You get what I'm saying? But it doesn't matter. Oh, see, there's right. more competition. Don't no worry. Wait, wait. It's a run around. I'll let you there get you one go. off. Don't no worry. Go. So you're going next? Yeah, but I thought you have to go. Well, you get she to pick the order. I'm asking you, do she, you want to go Yeah, next? this way. She said, okay, got it. Circular. And I'm mad because he came in with his pre-generated answer, which is why he asked this question. This is good. This is good. This is good. Go ahead. Go Start ahead. my time. Start my time. You're good. So, I don't want no talents because I'm already dope. No. You know why this is interesting? Is <laughs> because you guys, with the limited amount of time, pick things that would like, like the, these financial things where it's like, oh, I didn't even think about that. I just want to be able to sing. What would you give up? Huh? <laughs> this is your question. <laughs> huh? How are you not going to answer that? Huh? What would you give up? So if Come on, we're, little Darrow. No, listen, listen. <laughs> if we're going, if we're going off of the uh, strengths, fighting strengths, I'd give up context for sure. Explain what context is. Yeah. Uh, at least for me, I would love that. No, 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 because I'd love to be aloof to everything, like some people are. I feel like some people get to float through things because they just either one don't seek uh, like a greater understanding, or their minds just don't go to certain places. And I feel like I'm constantly like a million thoughts through my That's mind trying to figure out say, what's yeah. happening beneath the surface. I'd definitely get rid of context and sing R&B on all my dates. There you go. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Pretty thought out. Oh. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Miss Clutter, unleash. Unleashed. Unleashed. You have to whisper the unleash. Unleashed. There it is. Unleashed. Even his whisper is kind of like it's a bracelet. It's got a rasp. Unleashed. <laughs> Both of y'all can go to hell. Right behind like, you. I, like how your grandma be saying, "Both of y'all can go to hell." Oh, that's what it sounds like when you get there. Unleash. <laughs> <laughs> I can't deal with you. I can't deal uh, with you. It's gonna be the name of my album. 
my podcast. There you go, unleashed. (laughs) But you got to put whisper with the asterisks over it so people know to whisper it. (laughs) All right, you ready on you? So I'm going to apply it to my work with my clients. I would love the capability to be able to look at somebody and see into their heart and know where that trauma needs to be healed. Mm. That would be my superpower. What I would like to take away is kind of like what you said. I'm super detail oriented, like Mm. super like analytical and like every little thing. I'm like, "Er, er, er." like if you send me a document, I'm happy to copy, read it and like figure out the punctuation and grammar errors. I would love to let that go Mm -hmm. and like offload that because it's a lot of stress. Yeah. So there you go. She pulled a cease. She was ready. Yeah. She did quick and easy. That's me too. That's kind of toxic. I'm not going to say that. So listen, um, we didn't really get into like your business. Well, aspect, and that's though. that's what I was gonna say because so, I always okay. I always like people to give that in the I, beginning. We, we got to do a little something though, so people know you know what to look for. You know, yeah. she wanted to come we, and hang out too, though. We wanted to I, make no, this no, different we, from we her other experiences. Yeah, yeah. We but, but I also want to make sure she get her shine. Well, that's why we typically yeah. do it in the beginning like, and the end because that's how people like uh, typically receive information. They're 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 caught off guard by this newness. Okay, context. And, <laughs> and, and, and then we, we always... Right, context sees. We always want the last thing that they context hear is. to be specific. She made it plural. Hey. Context sees. She, she's cool. If we ever needed a fourth co-host, hey, that's the one. You're almost too good at this. <laughs> um, but we always like we always like to sandwich the, the fun stuff in the middle so they can get the important stuff in the bread. So we're at the latter part of our segment. Tell tell the folks anything about you that you would like them to know so they can come out and find you and see ways that the talents that you have can benefit their life. Yeah, sure. So I still do in-home organization here in San Diego County, um, help people get, you know, downsized, decluttered, literally just take stuff out of their life so that they can make room for new opportunities, new energy. Uh, I also do virtual clutter coaching. So for those of you that are not local in San Diego, I love to use my NLP certification, my BA in sociology. Oh, wait, you a VCC? Yeah, yeah. No, nobody knew what that was. A virtual clutter coach. I'm a virtual oh, clutter coach. oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, I made that up though. Uh, yeah, I was just saying. I was trying to shout <laughs> you out. She's like, actually a BCC. I'm like, I don't Listen, think you know what that is. I, I was trying to hype you up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hashtag BCC. There we go. Um, and then I also have a mentorship for aspiring organizers. So if you have people that are like, oh, I'm really good at organizing, or oh my god, I've always been super clean and tidy. I want to monetize that as a passion into you know something that is a business. Happy to give away all my business secrets, how I replace my corporate salary from my HR job. And you can find me on Instagram at Let's Get You Organized or on my website, www.letsgetyouorganized.abiz. That's not her first podcast. No, not you at just all. Tell, we didn't even have to lead her to that. <laughs> Thank That's you, dope. Carl. I appreciate you. I felt like she would have done great just based on the person that she is, even without doing previous podcasts. No, that's real. I think that that's just like an innate talent that Yay. we were just lucky enough I to thank you for finding us, and I thank you yeah. for giving us some culture, you yeah. know, uh, on this podcast You're for welcome. sure. You're welcome. Come eat Turkish food with me downtown sometime. Uh, yeah, we got to. Go ahead. Bring the whole group. We just won't wave when we leave. No, just don't try to be like extra nice because you won't get a reciprocation. Nah, it's all good. It's cool. Not at this place. Nah, it's all good. Hey, I'm I'm okay with it. As long as you know when you go to the barbecue spot, it might be the same way. Same, same. I'm just joking. (laughs) And you know, the best part about it is if she went to the barbecue spot, they'd love her. Yeah, that's real. They treat her real good. Yeah. Nothing against Turkish I'm people. I'm about to clean your grandma's house one of these days. <laughs> there we go. So you got to go ahead and get it. No, that's my mother. We call her grandma because X amount of reasons. So anyway, we won't get into <laughs> into that piece. So don't worry about it. I hit the space bar. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, is, is there any other questions that you guys have for our guests? Uh, no, I think. Do you think we did a good representation of who say, you are? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Good. I wanted I like to make this different. Part. I didn't want to sit up here and like grill you. Like, what do you do? Like, why do you do it? You know, how do you do it? Like, <laughs> what was your inspiration? I, mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to laugh with this. If you want to put an exclamation point on there, that you it wouldn't has even to be think three. Yeah. Exclamation yeah. points. That's aggressive. So, so, I, so I always it has to be aggressive. So whenever we have a guest on the runaround, I always like to end it with two questions. Do you have any questions for us? And then what was what is different about the actual experience that you had, and then the one that you had in your head before you got here? Okay. Question for you guys. What are your aspirations for this podcast? What's your reach uh, goals? What's your, where's the direction moving? Well, I'll give you one thing. Left, yeah, especially with this guy. Um, We had a (laughs) conversation. Welcome. Thank you. You're you're part of the community. You're part of the community. (laughs) Namaste. You can only use your card with us. Yeah, I just gotta make sure you get that disclaimer because you can't just be like, oh, the star from the grown folks business said I was good. Like, you, nah, you can only use it with us. Yeah, you can only use it with us. We don't know star. <laughs> um, I think we had a we had a conversation earlier today. We want to move into really becoming a legitimate business. So for for me, that's where I'm at is becoming a legitimate business because when I did my taxes this season, it was like, yo, it's time to write some shit off, make shit happen. Is that your slogan? Make shit happen. There we go. And Star. Um, I want to tour doing live podcasts. That would be dope. Yeah. That's the first time me hearing her say that. Those I agree with her. collaboration yeah. opportunities out there, too. Like, get more involved in San Diego, I think. Yeah. Even just like, hey, let's go up to freaking North County and check out that community for a day. And then come yeah. back and go to different areas of San Diego. It's so big. Yeah. 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 Cease. Yeah. Um, I just want to see my friends do dope stuff. So, amen. Yeah. Yay. And be supportive. Okay. Um, and then what I thought about before I got here, I don't know. I mean, I I checked out your Instagram, been following you guys for like a month. Hashtag spicy. <laughs> Hashtag spicy. <laughs> Super spicy. Um, and yeah, I, mean, I don't think it was any different than than what I had. Made there up you in go. My head. I've learned in the world to along the same lines of that surrender to what the universe has in store for you. Don't be attached to outcomes and expectations. That's deep. That will only That's really deep. hurt your ego. Yeah. For I'm rolling. Sure. Thank you for finding this. High five. Yay. Appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks, because I don't want to be similar. Be <laughs> and then, hey, <laughs> hey shimmy. Hey, shimmy it off one time. <laughs> All right, see, so go ahead and cue oh, us out. Oh, we're we going to do it right now? Yeah, go ahead. So, so listen, um, you seem to have a level of maturity that is – in alignment with the theme of our show. So when you turn 18, what do you consider yourself to be a, what type of adult? Starts with a G. It's in our title. Grown. Okay, so you're? A grown folk. Okay, I'm grown. (laughs) Star, what about you? I'm grown too. Shit, we all grown. And this has been the runaround on Grown Grown Folks Business. Business. There we go. All right, back to Word on the Street. So we heard from a couple of black gentlemen. Star has been our lone uh, black female representation because she didn't and get And I don't even feel like I'm doing y'all justice. My bad. No, nah, you're doing what you can. I it's got a little a t- bit of it's a headache. A, it's a tough conversation to have, man, especially like being a black woman. So it's like, yo, you get to hear like the thoughts and actions of people, random people that we, you know, discuss this with. It's heavy. Like I'm off the chop. I'm off the... I'm off the pool before I even dip my toe in the water. <laughs> I can't even get in the pool. Nah, that's all but good. But go ahead. You ready? Go. Hey guys, my name is Maggie. I was born and raised in San Diego. Just want to give a shout out to everyone at the Podcast Palace. Hey, hey Maggie. Hey, Maggie. You guys are discussing interracial dating today. And I think I what's so unique about this is everyone's going to have their own set of experiences, that there isn't a set, at least for myself, a set of guidelines or rules on who you're allowed to be interested in. 
Um, and personally, as a white woman, I've dated white guys, black guys. Hey, why that white woman sound so powerful when they say it? Me too. Privilege. That was that, <laughs> that was that was a when privilege. she said that I was like, okay, let me sit up straight. We know who Maggie is. No, we worry. do. We just <laughs> we do know Maggie. I don't know if the day ones know who Maggie is. If, if not, if you're not a day one, go ahead and check out episode four. But she wasn't on a mic, so they still wouldn't know. That's real. That they, was Mel's publicist. That they, day. they hear her in passing. Okay, hold on. To Hispanic guys, and where there may be physical traits that caught my initial attention. Um, I'm really going to be interested in like what their personality is going to be like, what their what characteristics they have, what are their goals, like what motivates them um, to keep me more interested in dating that person as an individual than what their specific race is. I've never been intimidated about bringing a guy home to meet my family. You know, as long as they love and respect me, then that's what they're going to get in return. I listened to Maggie's answer, and I don't know if I'm 100% taking that because I know one thing that black culture is in right now, and there's some appeal to it. Hip-hop is at its highest. You you beat me there. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I, 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 we know that there's an appeal if you scoop your brother and he's cool, he educated, or even if he's not educated, but even, he just got some wits with him. Like, I, you know, nothing you know, nothing so, against what she's saying, but so, there's an appeal to having so, one of so us. So a black person dates a white person. Who's Who has the more difficult burden when it comes to bringing somebody home? Shit, that's tough. You're going through years of struggle right now, man. Because I'm looking on one end, like, yo, like, I've, I've had, a, like I said, I've had a cousin that, you know, brought a white girl home for Thanksgiving. And, like, you know, at 15, 14, I was like, yo, he the first one to do it. Like, oh, how's this going to go? Does it matter if she's white or non-black or non-white? Of course it matters. Yeah, it does. Okay. Yo, color sticks out no matter how much people try to say it. That's why stop signs are red. Red is the most vibrant color. So, yo, if you white amongst black people, like, we going to notice. I'm going to notice what you bringing in. Yo, if you bringing in Hawaiian rolls and you didn't make them yourself, like... People make Hawaiian rolls? I was getting ready to say, where they do that I want the orange bag all day. Don't come here with no homemade Hawaiian rolls. We We still wondering if she's cooking or not. She's coming right now with a white girl. Yeah, let me see those. She's coming in with a white girl right now. She bringing Hawaiian rolls. I'm like, yo, that's a cheat code. Like, how you really cooking? (laughs) If the the bag ain't orange, I don't want it. Uh, But also, I think about, like... There is a, a hypersexualization of black people across the board, whether it is black women being hypersexualized, which is, I think, also a contributor to um, people not necessarily wanting to engage because they're like, oh, well, they they out here. And then with men, there is a hypersexualization like, oh, he got a big dick no matter what. Um, and I think that a lot of times it's like, oh, yeah, I want to get a black guy. Like, and it's not just because it's like, oh, I actually care about this person. Oh, they interest me. I want to I want to know a little bit about them. It's like, oh, I want a black guy. Like it's a very different a very different tone even the way it's said. And I've had these conversations with other women. That's why I'm saying that. Oh, okay. And I'm like, but you don't feel like people do that in general? I feel like no, cool. I feel like people do it in general if it's vice versa. Like, what yo, I got mean? me this fire Mexican chick or I got this fire like white chick that I'm talking to. Like <clears throat> People do it in general. I'm just saying. I I feel like I and, and I and I love to have these conversations, but I feel like we we often um, accentuate these points that are like important to us because I've I've literally had a conversation with you that defeats that point. Not really, because every time I talk to you, we always bring up race of whoever we talking about. No, exactly. But then I don't feel like it's like oh she's only fire if she's of a different race. Like we literally just had this conversation. That's real. 
Wait, I don't know what you're saying. It's, so, I, yeah, the context. So like, if we if we have a conversation and like, let's say you go out and you meet somebody, and you be like, oh, I met this dude. Like, I I feel like within five or six, you know, exchanges that we're going to get around to what race that person is. Yeah. So even with him, like, we've had that conversation. Like, like when someone does something and I categorize it as, like, a black thing to do or a white thing to do, I'm like, yo, she white? I say that. But what I'm thinking of is people who are, like, seeking it out. Not just, like, oh, we happen to meet and he happens to be black. Mm, But, like, like I want a black man. Like, I got to get a black. Like, people do that. Yeah, I mean, we we had Mike that said that. it earlier on the first uh, uh, word on the people, street. people, not all, and not just towards black men. I've I've heard girls say, "I want a Latino man" all the time. Oh, I've, I haven't really heard especially that. like Filipinos. Now that I think about it, I know that they have a Seriously? preference for white. Men. No, you wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You've never heard that? I find that hard to believe. My black women friends typically want a black man. I can't think of one who's like, I really want to get. No, a, no, no, no. Another. We're talking about people because what you were just saying wasn't about your black women friends. You were talking about uh, somebody that's not black. Like, I, I want a black man. About but friends who are not black. Yeah. Like, yeah, but, but they're if, friends. Though. But if, but if for her, if like, yeah, if, I don't if, think if her circle is black, I mean, bro, you can't sit up there but and even, speak to her. I'm not even talking about my black circle. When I say that, I'm talking about black or non-black friends. I know. Who are like, oh, I want a black man. I'm like, why? Uh, you know, because uh, and then they can't say nothing because then they know anything from there. The do, conversation's going downhill. Do you ever venture to think that they're saying that because they're saying it to you? No, I think. If, <laughs> well, let me ask I you. think if they know me, yo, they yo. would actually not say that. Yo, you remember the lady that liked to fill on uh, your biceps? Oh my god! I you feel know, like if they, you know the lady like to fill on your biceps. Like, so listen, you know what? You know what? I, you know what I've just realized? What's what? that? Is that we're we? This isn't the conversation for us to have. Why? No, Every time we have this conversation, I feel like y'all be full of it. I really, really do. What, what I really, really, really okay, do. Okay, so what part do you think I'm being full of? I, you know what? We we, we could go on for days. No, I'm starting to, like to, to get it. frustrated. We now. got days, but I would like to hear it because now I just feel like every time somebody then tries to like bring up a point where it's like, oh, well, you don't think that's like more normal than like being exclusive to the situation that you're describing? It's like, nope, for sure, absolutely not. And it's like, okay, but well, why are we so talking about? So why are you mad that I don't think that that's normal? No, 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 no. I'm not mad at all because that very well could be your experience. It just doesn't seem likely to me. That's I, all I think that they're based off of everything that we're saying, and I can wrap it up with this is that i feel like there is an appeal on both sides to have somebody of a different race than you there is whether you like to admit it or not whether some people's experience or all people's experience you think there's there is an, appeal an appeal for black women to date outside of their that's race? there's an appeal to that because i tell you what like if i see a black woman dating a white dude one i'm like yo that's great and number two i'm like yo that stands out i'd be like he can dance i bet <laughs> i <laughs> this, bet this dude is nuts but there is an appeal to that when i say appeal i'm just saying for like anybody witnessing that like there you notice like like if you she's got doing a, it again no 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 i'm asking no she's asking if you, if you got a bag of skittles and you notice that all of them were yellow you're gonna notice that you go like yo why is you know what you're gonna have questions about that you know what i mean so i'm just saying aesthetics wise there's a there's an appeal i'm not saying appeal like oh that's appealing like oh i'm interested keep going it's just like you got my attention at least but i think so you should answer her this. actual question when she said appeal to who i i will say this like i know that when there are relationships like Serena and her husband, that's Brianna an appeal. and the Brianna and her billionaire dude, and those are the only two I can think of who are dating outside of their race openly, black women. Um, a lot of times, men are like, "Oh, so now it's okay." Now, like, "Oh, y'all want to applaud?" Right when inter- you said that. <laughs> when I applaud that, I'm applauding because someone actually chose to love a black woman. Mm. It's not a celebration of the interracial. Oh, she got her a white man. It's like, no, 
this man chose to love the woman who is at the bottom of the totem pole. And whether you want to acknowledge that as a totem pole or not is on you. But at the end of the day, that's what I'm applauding. Are you real? Because, I mean, even white men that I think of that like the, you know, five foot three, 125, 130-pound white girl, whatever, yo, they look, look at, they look at black women like, yo, that's way too much for me. You know what I mean? Just like all attributes. And I'm like, yo, you crazy. Because I'm taking somebody with meat on their bones over the skinny chick any day. You know what I mean? But that's that's neither here nor there. You know, I, I get what you're saying. In the news? Yeah. Um, oh, you guys want me to do this? Yeah, we got course, sound yeah you ain't even got to ask hey, me twice. We got twice. sound effects too, don't we? You got to ask me twice. Um, talk while I find it. All right. Uh, nice red shoes, Star. Thank you. <laughs> They're the same ones I yeah, have. Nah, nah, they look at extra red today. Channels, televisions, breaking news. What? There you go. Wait is that minute. not it? Uh, Who's television? Uh, yeah. Grown folks business. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's grown folks. I was like, yo, who the hell are they? All right, so in the news. In the news. Um, So I'm quite sure you guys have heard this story, and by the time this drops, this will be a little bit late, but Liam Nelson. Oh, here we go. Somebody who I feel like on this you know, this very podcast. We- I don't even like him. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so tired of Taken and then got back. Well, now. I haven't seen any of those. Takens. Shut up. Revenge on the Taken. There's all kinds of Takens. I haven't even seen any of them. So he he was on an interview, and this just blows me away that he thought he was going to go on national TV and say this, and this was going to be promotion for his movie. And I'm paraphrasing, but that he had a friend that had the unfortunate experience of being involved in a um, A rape. a rape a non-consensual uh, sexual relationship mm-hmm. and that individual all they knew of the perpetrator was that it was a black male well not even before that the only question at least during the interview that he asked was what color was he i don't want to miss that part that's a big that deal. was a question that he asked her she didn't just say i was raped by a black man she was sharing the rape experience and he asked what color was he go and, ahead and, and, and i don't feel like you can lose that piece no 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 and in fairness we don't want to paraphrase too much because there was actually two questions that came before that that she didn't know the answer to and then he asked her that qualifying question yep to find out some information about this person mm-hmm. but um in that vein it just definitely sounded like he was searching for something mm-hmm. and he felt like it was almost like he felt like he knew the answer before she gave it to him. Yeah. And then was trying to then use that to then justify his actions thereafter, which was what he would say is he would go out hoping a quote unquote black bastard yeah. would stumble out of a pub and literally, you know, try to start an incident with him. Yo, don't try to put no English on that. <laughs> so that he, so that he could, so, so he could <laughs> legend them. Oh my, bledging. So, all right. So, so I'm just want to listen, all right? Don't you ever say bledging in this house again. Listen. We, <laughs> look, can we put it on a hiatus? <laughs> no. <laughs> shut up. Exactly. Yo. Um, so what do you what do you guys think? I think we need to make shit happen. No pun. Okay. Nah, I just said that cuz we said hiatus. Um, you know, I'm, come on, man. Closet races, we know. They out there. You know, and even looking at it for what it is, man, it's like you know, you can sit up here and apologize. You could take him off of the uh, the red carpet of his, you know, his screening like they did, you know, earlier this month and stuff like that. But it's just like, you know, none of that stuff even really matters at this point. We know who you are. You know, you're not an ally. The check cleared. Yeah, bro, he's not. A- <laughs> the check did clear. You're not I'm an a- ally, brother. I'm going to add another element to this, but Star, I want you to comment. Um, Situations like this. 
I don't, I don't will know. arise. I can't sing. Sorry. That's just, <laughs> I, that was, I heard where you were going. That was just the talent I wanted. Uh, I feel like situations like this just, it, it doesn't surprise me. Like, I'm shocked, but I'm not surprised. And I don't even know. Maybe I'm surprised, but not shocked. I don't know. But. Should I hit the. Oh, never mind. What? He said surprise. <laughs> oh, no. No. Okay. And definitely not for this case. Okay. Um, But it, it just. We, we really think we're living in a post-racial society. And that's the part that really does it for me. Because I'm just like, oh, y'all, y'all thought that we were good now? Oh, got it. Like, no. Let me add another little little piece to this. So then what do you guys think about his co-star in the upcoming film, Michelle Rodriguez, properly uh, known from the Fast and the Furious series, saying that... And SWAT. He couldn't, huh? And SWAT. And SWAT. She was dope in the movie. Um, saying that he couldn't possibly be a racist based upon the passionate kiss that he gave Viola Davis in the film. I'm out. Oh, he's not an actress? I'm out. Or an actor? I'm out. Well, that was the main argument. It's like, that just means that he's a good... Okay, so the reason I bring that up, right? is how do we feel about people really bending their morals and their values when there's a dollar sign attached? So I'll pose it in a way that we can all relate. We're off of Liam Nielsen, right? Say I do something crazy. Are y'all supporting me based upon the act or what you know about my character? What you do? No, no, by by your character. Oh, okay. No, 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 I I got you. I I openly, with anger, said a homophobic slur. I mean, based off our relationship, I would defend you. You know what I mean? But I don't feel like Michelle Rodriguez Listen, and Liam I, and, and, are that and, 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 and let's just let's just take to it be here. honest with you. I wouldn't want you to I would want you to support me. I'm for, a support in, you. In, in in my moment of a mistake. Yo, I wouldn't but, want you, you know, to defend me because there's no defending something. Here's, if you're wrong, and, you're wrong. But here's my thing too though. Like, if you wrong, you need to have people in your corner that let you know that you're wrong. If you got a corner full of people that are all telling you like, yo, it's cool, you're gonna get past this, blah, 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 and they're not gonna tell you where you're wrong at in that in that instance, yo, I'm not rolling with you. And it, it's hard because we really are living in a society right now who is willing to cancel any and everybody at the drop of a hat. Yeah. And I know like one thing I've always said is like, I don't want anyone judging my like professional off of my personal. I've always said that I stick to that to this day. Um, But I feel like there are just like, I would have even... <coughs> Even if he was like, I wanted to kill that black bastard would have been very different for me than I'm just going to kill the first black bastard that interacted with me foul. Like, those are two very different statements. They are. And it still just boggles my mind that he let that come out of his mouth. Yeah. Like, I want to kill any one of y'all who stepped to me. Like, uh, again, a whole race of people, our lives are in danger because of one person that did something to your friend. As as heinous as as of a crime as it was, because I don't want to take away from her experience either. Like nobody should have to experience that. But the fact that you're willing to take it out on anybody of that race, and we're all in actual danger at this point. You know what scares me the most is that we we do live in this this state of all right. Well, it's time to cancel this person, right? But at some point. This is going to be old news. It's going to get to the point where if we bring it up, it's like, really, you bringing that up? And what? And, but what was the situation or like the cancellation? The 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 situation, right? For Liam, okay. And and I feel like what it's then going to do is then validate in the everyday person, like oh, I'm about to go straight up to Liam Nielsen right now. 
Because it's not, you know, what I mean? right now it's a hot topic. But literally, let's talk about this in a month. People, ain't nobody gonna be talking about it. As a matter of fact, he gonna come out with more movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so he's not really canceled. But then he's put this out into the atmosphere, this idea of this is a side now. You may, the masses may not agree, but we don't need the masses to agree. It's that, that select group of people who will agree that scared me. Like, oh, so somebody did somebody did something to my mom. Somebody did something to my sister. I'm going to take the Liam Nielsen approach. Yeah. He's rich. He can buy his he can buy his freedom. You know what I mean? Like, so if, if, if he's rich and he said it, you know, people are. And then has he I because I, I haven't followed the story. Has he come back and then like acknowledged how trash that was? Or is he just like, yeah, I felt it. No, I believe he came back and he, and he acknowledged that, you know, where his error was and his thinking. I can't tell you for. for I don't think he did. No, I think he did. I, I, I ain't heard it. He I, ain't said it loud enough. I, honestly, but I tell you what though, like we live in an age too. It's like when you do something effed up, it's like silence is golden. Because <laughs> if you don't say nothing, we are gonna forget. He I mean, has a point. It's, it's, it's true. Not, it's not you know the suggested uh, method of of trying to mitigate the situation, but. For some people, that does work. Just disappear for a little bit. Yeah, and then come back, and it's like, oh, we remember that guy from blah, 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 but he's doing this now. And that's how we remember people. I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, what What's uh, Kramer's real name? Uh, the dude from Seinfeld. I bet uh, you if Kramer came back right now, he'd get a check. It'd be it'd be a bunch of it'd be a bunch of. Why did he disappear? Because he went on. Uh, he said something about the, monkeys or the, something. No, like the N word rant. He said yeah. it like over thirty times on stage to a dude in the audience. And we remember that, but if he came back, it's like, for me, it's like, it's passive. I'm just being honest. It's like, oh, that's the dude known for blah, blah, blah. What's he doing now? Like, that's how we're programmed in society. No, no, no. And and he'd have, he'd he'd have a bunch of, he'd have an audience full of uh, dudes with red hats on. He just had to wait it out. So did he get canceled? And that's the scarier part. Like, where we are today as a society. Michael Richards is his name. Yeah, Um, we're more shocked, like, in the moment, more so than we are, like, everlasting. Well, no, I feel like people are, are able to be more open about racism right now mm-hmm. uh or, or the common man I no, no no you're right but i'm just saying we're shocked in the moment you know what i mean but we're not really mad like I, we I mean, should honestly be. it feels like oh, okay here i feel like there's li- another one like, i feel like we live in an age where our brains as complex as they are are inundated with so much terror think about that think about the stuff that we never saw back when we had to catch it on the news Right. And now we wake up first thing in the morning and the majority of people can turn on Facebook. I've seen people get murdered on Facebook, on face on social media. So you're saying we're desensitized more than we have no choice but to be because then if you protection. Yeah. Because then if you if you were like outraged and just like totally appalled by everything that happened, it'd be so much your head would explode. And I think about that in terms of even like the type of TV that we're watching. And I don't blame media for violence, but like there is a desensitization that comes with ingesting so much killing, so much violence, so much sex, so much. Because I mean, even. And I'm glad you brought that point up. Because I I was, y'all know, or maybe not, I can't remember if I told y'all, like I started watching Game of Thrones from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And you know, like they're like. Khaleesi was married off and she was still a child. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here like they're having these intense sex scenes with this man who is clearly a full adult and this woman who, even though she's of age, is portraying a child. 
Like these messages are confusing as hell for people who don't have solid foundations. I mean, but maybe you, even for people who do have solid foundations. You're talking about in a mystical world where maybe that's there's at least happened like there's at least three centuries sh- ago. But even in Mexico, even, you can marry somebody. There's that's at least easily. three. There's at least three shows on Netflix that I can name right now that are high school setting. And, the, and they're having the sex. So, the sole premise of them is sex. It was that show, uh, Sex Education. It, I I seen it. I watched a couple episodes and I was like, this is interesting. But I'm like, this is like, I don't know how I feel about this because even though I know that these are adults playing these roles, you are playing a high school child. Yeah. Like this is confusing as all hell. And kids and are able to in, access those things too. And, and if this is what you're ingesting. And look, and I know we keep alluding to episodes that we're going to have. We already said we was going to have a weed episode that we keep talking about. <laughs> Reefer. Hey, but at, at one point, at some point, we got to have the pornography episode. Yeah. We, we got we to gotta have the, when you, only thing you knew about sex or sex beyond what you were having was word of mouth with other people told you. And then literally being able to say, I wonder if they're doing this. Let me type it in. Yo, you know, it's crazy. You told us to watch that show. Um. Uh... Don't Abduct- worry about it. Abducted in plain sight. No, because even then, when I was listening to the mother for the, for the culture, for the culture. All right, but when we was listening to that for the culture, watch Abducted in Plain Sight as far as you can get or, through it, or not as far as you can get through it's it. It's a mess. I couldn't finish watching it, but I, I felt physically sick. But even then, listening to that mother talk about the the acts that that pedophile man like had her do and stuff like that, even she growing up from a different time era, like expressed herself differently than what we would express those things now. Like if I was to re you know rebut everything that she said or even talk about all the things that she said to you off mic i'm using all the i'm using all the descriptors so listen when she <laughs> we're sa- so when, desensitized look, as people look, though. look she sat there she started crying and she begins to relay a story so i'm like oh let me brace myself and end it with and you know i uh what did she say she stepped out i stepped out on my marriage because we ended with necking yeah i was like yo <laughs> When she said necking, I was like, <laughs> "Necking is different." Look, now. When, she, when she when she combined, he you know he touched my left breast, my breast, yeah. And I said, "Oh, I haven't felt that way in a while." Yeah, I was like, "Yo, like you behind the times, lady. Go ahead, just say the full thing. Go ahead, just say it. You grabbed so, your titty." The re- the reason I even asked you guys to watch that um, documentary, oh my god, is because in. Even going along with some conversations that we've had with some folks recently is you never really know what people's trauma is. And and if you've ever experienced anything in your life, you have to imagine that other people at the least have had the same amount, if not more. And I feel like the three of us fortunately can say in a lot of different ways we were blessed because we had people whose whose main goal was to protect us from this world that they knew was like actively trying to consume us well i was watching that i just kept putting my family in that family's boat and just being like there is no way that i'm going on a trip with this family yeah like no way yeah because oh you gonna go you gonna take all your sister <laughs> like you know you and your brother going like, you, you're not going by yourself yeah like y'all going okay like you know uh, and it wouldn't have even got to that point though because the, there was a part where the mom was like, we all knew that he took a special interest in Jan and we all felt uncomfortable about it. But, you know, I, but what? I feel like in that documentary, they had a point in which the story started. In which the stories they started telling us started. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was a precursor 
to a lot of these events that at this point and all of that trauma that they've experienced, they're just trying to like save face. Yeah. Because their business was all the way out Because even when she was abducted the second time. Have you talked to her? <laughs> what you mean? Are you asking the, 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 suspected, the suspected kidnapper? The have, you, have you talked to her? The crazy part is, is that <laughs> you like, talked to her, is and nuts. this is a conversation that I want to have with y'all because I really want to dig deep because I think the undertone that really bothered me was, is that they use religion. That's that's what really got to me. Oh, he was nice. We seen him in the church. He went to this church conference and all these things, and that bothered me the most. I think that they were trying again. They were trying to. Justify they were trying the to fact. justify that's yeah. what but, why they trusted. But him. even like I said, I don't a, think in the moment that was what they were really thinking. But a deeper conversation. Well, maybe. How, how many times have have so. we seen people justify like religion as a reason of, for them doing certain things? You know what I mean? Like, well, that, I don't think the the perpetrator was using religion to justify it. No, Is that but, what you're saying? No, the or? family. They said like he would go to church. You know what I mean? He would talk with. The, they talked to but the clergy just, members that's just, that were that's there. Just but one then, one how most, else do you make yeah. friends? Like, I think about one of my closest friends out here in San Diego. I met through church, mm-hmm. and I'm like, if I didn't meet her, I don't even know who my closest friend. And, but would you base that person's relationship with God on how you would treat them? Well, no, but I think what we, That's typically, where I'm like, I think I what we a... typically do as people is just like when you, when you have a significant other and you introduce them to your friends, you say, well, where, where he went to school, where he grew up at, if, you, if he's religious and that's important. Nah, we'll have that conversation later. I'll okay. take but yeah, cause I mean, and, and they were neighbors on top of that. So it wasn't Yo, just but like, she even said though, cause in that, I believe in that either in that same community or that church they were going to, he was getting close to another family and he was being weird. And it was like, yo, like we, the other we family canceled. canceled him. Yeah. So I, like I said, that's a that conversation that we hands. Can have. That's a grown conversation. That's a grown conversation Whee! that we can have, you know, for, for another day. Anything else for the culture? No, I'm ready to go home. Yeah, I ain't mad at you. Star anything? No, I'm just trying to live my best life. Again, check out that book, A Sister's Revenge, written by uh, Miss Andrea Roberson. And uh, we got some. We we got to start a Google Doc of guests because there are so many people uh, coming up to us, approaching us, and then people who we're finding on the community who we want to bring on the show too. So we got to really get that going. Talk uh, your shit, Star. Yeah, I see you. Yeah. So many people that want to get in the podcast, pals. We need a whole. Go- I mean, they, a whole document honestly, in the cloud. I mean, I be forgetting about people. Then Carl will send me a screenshot like, oh, this person want to get on. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. They do want to get hey, on. Have we ever told somebody no? Nah. Not yet. We should send them this. We need Doug to get on his job. <laughs> <laughs> Doug need to be on his job a little better. I'd be like, yo, you need to go ahead and filter some of these, man. They be hitting us on all accounts. That's cool. I'm just talking my shit. Uh, I love it. But yeah, so we, I say that to say for the culture stays grown folks business because we got go. a lot of hot stuff from uh coming for y'all miss melissa make shit happen found us on the hashtag man and she actually has some really dope that, content hey, that makes, at let's get organized or let's get you organized there we go that makes him really happy that somebody found us like that through the i mean but he it shows like that times. like we're doing the work and it's like it's it's working the work, work, work is working i keep thinking i can actually sing after we we had we played that in the run around F.O. singing. Uh, <laughs> have y'all wait? Okay, have y'all seen the video of work? And it's like silent. No, not the mu- the real music video. It is a video where someone removed the song and they're just like making random sound effects of what it sounds like. Mom, how both my parents call me during this episode. Yeah, they want. They hey want, y'all. They want to make sure you alive. Right. And, so and um, you're not abducted in plain sight. <laughs> Yeah, that's not funny, even a not cool funny. joke to make that's that. Not yeah, funny. Funny, not now funny. I think about it, man. Don't watch that show. Oh my god, that pissed me off. 
That pissed yeah, me off so bad. Start where can they find us at? As always, at Grown Folks Business, and that's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. Get your merch, www.grownfolksbusiness.bigcartel.com. Star, how are you? I'm grown. I wanted you to say I'm good. I'm just going to say, no, you grown, but you didn't. Oh, I didn't look at you. That's why. It's Sorry. okay. So, Star, I'm grown. I'm grown too. Shit, we all grown. This has been another episode of Grown Grown Folks Folks Business. Business.